be inspired, be involved, be a part of the shift. Aloha shifters, this is Brendan and welcome to another Paradigm Shift team building video hangout here on the internet with some un also some amazing fellow shifters joining us here in the hangout and let's all unmute ourselves and say hello to the beautiful people out there tuning into this. <laughs> That's right. We've got dolphins joining us live tonight in the hangout, aka Michelle. I was an owl. You're, oh, that was oh, who was the dolphin? Was that that was Amelia? Yeah. Amelia was the dolphin. There we go. Awesome. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, everyone, again for for tuning us. Uh, as I mentioned, this is a paradigm shift team building hangout, and this is a part of the bigger project, a paradigmshiftcentral.com, which is a real world game to help shift consciousness, and we are helping build a global team of shifters across the world to help conscious media by doing the little things that make the big difference and by helping build paradigm shift communities where we are. So as we keep going into this, I'm going to give you guys uh, a little bit of some updates in terms of what's been happening in the paradigm shift community and then we're going to be getting into some introductions. And of course, for those of you who are tuned in live and for those of you in the future, please share the show with your friends and even for you guys who are joining me right here in the Hangout, I'm just going to post a YouTube link and if you want to post that YouTube link, in the side, then you can invite other people to tune in. This is a an interactive community project, and we're, we're always excited to be able to have more people synced up with the Paradigm Shift Central project. So, in terms of uh, some of the things that are new and exciting within the project, uh, since the since the last week, just as a little bit of a recap, in the last week we we had a, quite a busy uh, series of events. We had a Paradigm Shift Dream class on Tuesday, and that went well. And then we had our first paradigm shift community admin meeting which was uh, one of the first ones that we had done in a while. The, the one prior to that was actually in 2013 but it's uh, nice to be able to get things situated again and uh, again the paradigm shift admin meetings happen once a month and you can check out the schedule for those and the other events on the website and uh, in addition to that we also had the global guided journey meditation and again that went really that went really well those were also uh, those are always really exciting and that was a full moon edition of it as it usually is and uh, yeah if you haven't listened to it yet and if you're new to the project then definitely inviting and encouraging you guys to go back and to check those out and just in some other updates uh, just from my end of things and, and then we'll get into some other people sharing some updates and then we'll just sort of see where the conversation goes and see who else is going to be joining us. Some of the um, some of the things that I was actually doing over the weekend uh, is there was a new video that I released which was the uh, video about the March Against Monsanto rally and uh, some of you guys have already seen that video and again you know like I'm, I'm letting you guys know about this because it, it's an, I, I want you guys to be um, aware of the fact that like a video like that, like take a second to observe the the impact that it made within our social media network and, and the idea that the intention behind this project is encouraging reminding you guys that you can all be conscious media creators, you can all be gonzo journalists helping document the shift from where you are and using the Paradigm Shift Central website as a platform. So again, you know, like when we create videos with intention, it's 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 not only promoting whatever the video is about, but 
when we're doing it through the team project, it's also inviting new people to be able to find out about the project. So, you know, I, I create that video, I put it out there, and then because of that, we've got a bunch of new people who are tuned into this broadcast as we speak, be it in the present or in the future. So be, be aware of, like, just like, you know, the idea that, the videos and the media that we make, they're mediums for the message, but they're also invitations for people to be involved with the project. And then in addition to to that, so that was on Saturday that I released that. Like I filmed it and I turned it around and I released it as soon as possible. And there was a really strong message of hope. And uh, without getting too much into what the video was about, I mean, it was about like the marching in Monsanto. It was really about encouraging people to educate themselves and encouraging people to to create like the continued ripple effect through the everyday actions <clears throat> of of our life by making smarter choices about food, supporting local farmers, and just like any of the little things that sort of tie into the ability of just like becoming more sovereign, the concept of becoming more sovereign and conscious. And so the other thing that I'm just going to mention um, real quick is that uh, as another example of some media that was released, uh, the other day I was inspired to create a new quest journal. And the quest journal that I created was uh, called Remembering More of Who I Am. And then in brackets it was uh, elf-human hybrid? question mark. So <laughs> some of you guys already had a chance to read that and um, there's, uh, I mean, that's something that, you know, I'd love to be able to talk more about uh, within this broadcast and we can go back to it. But again, you know, within the website, the way how the website's set up, like I'm able to, to, to produce that, to put it together and to get it online. And then uh, based on the way how we have the website set up, you can like go back and see how many people have actually read that article who have actually visited that site and right now it's a uh, close to about th about 300 uh, people have actually like access that part of the website who have clicked on that link and then from there an another handful of those people who have actually who have actually joined the Paradigm Shift Central project, who have created a profile and signed up and created uh, their account and have explored the website. So again, you can see that whether it's it's a conscious article that I'm putting out, whether it's a conscious article that you're putting out, it's really exciting when we see how like these are like good for inspiring people, for getting them to think differently, but they're also invitations for, for us to be able to invite more people to be in part of this project and, and reminding you that this this platform that we are building it is a, is a collective community conscious media network and I'm going to be getting more into details about like just making sure that you guys are um, if you have any questions about how to create your quest journals and everything like that like please feel free to talk to me about that that things we can talk about a little bit more but really encouraging you guys to take your time when you're creating a quest journal so instead of just like putting something that would be similar to a Facebook post where it's just like a couple sentences take your time with it really like read it over proofread it present it you know put in some images make it nice make it clean because that's gonna allow it to a go further and B as a result of going further have that extended reach which is again gonna invite more people back to the project and invite more people to check out other people's content and invite them to be a part of the team building hangouts and the ongoing aspects of the project and then potentially even creating a paradigm shift community where they are. So that's just some of the reminders of the dynamics of, of how this website and how this project is uh, continuing to unfold and, and still, you know, we're we're still in the early stages of it. There's still so much more that is going to be happening with it. So we'll, uh, we'll talk more about that um, as we go, but for here...
Um, you know, I'm gonna. There's some other updates, but I can go over those later. Just about like the Jedi training class and the new sport that we're creating called Jedi Ball, <laughs> which I'll tell you guys more about later. And uh, just like other things related to the Paradigm Shift Central uh, Paradigm Shift London community and how those meetings are going, and uh, any other little stuff. Um, some uh, other additional upgrades and everything that I'm working on for the website. But I'll talk about those later. But for now, let's uh, let's let's open the microphones to introduce some of the other shifters who who are joining us here tonight and. Uh, and we do have uh, we do have some familiar faces here as well as some new faces. We have Amelia, we have Indigo Jack, we have Michelle, and we have Tristan. And I'm sure some more people will be joining into the hangout as we continue to go through it. But if one of you guys wants to volunteer to go first, basically with the introductions, we'll just take a moment to say who we are, where we're from, some of the things that we're interested in, and how we are helping shift consciousness where we are. And so again, that can be through like community events, that can be through art you're creating, that can be through personal studies. It's very open-ended in that way. And then that allows us to get to know each other, develop as a team, and to also be able to practice. And as this broadcast evolves, we'll just be able to get more into the practice of engaging with metaphysical discussions and sharing knowledge and all that good stuff. So so that's the basis of it. So let's uh would there is there a volunteer for who would like to introduce themselves first? I'll just give a moment here for whoever wants to. Does 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 Jack wants to? Okay, all right, Jack, go, go ahead. We'll uh, we'll pass it over to you. So if you want to introduce yourself, go right ahead. My name is Indigo Jack. I am a light worker, grid worker, animal communicator, and a distant energy healer. So that's my forte. <laughs> Next. <laughs> And uh, Jack, where where are you from, and, and how are you um, like how are you helping shift consciousness and stuff like that? Like, do you want to talk about any media that you've been working on and stuff? Yeah, I'm in Crystal River, Florida. Um, I'm working on some media recently, but um, not it's not ready quite to be disclosed. But uh, got some projects I'm working on internally, and I'm hoping to be able to bring that to the public very soon. That's right. You heard it. Jack's got some top secret stuff going on. And I, I I may or may not know about it, but yeah. You know about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, stay tuned because there's there's some really cool stuff. Me and Jack were working on some stuff, and we'll t tell you guys about it. Ready? But yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, th thanks thanks for being here, Jack. Awesome. All right. Um. Okay. So opening up the microphone, who would like to introduce themselves next? Um. Tristan, go ahead. Welcome, welcome to welcome to Paradigm Shift. This is awesome having you here. Good to be here. Uh, my name is Tristan. Tristan, you're getting a little bit of a glitch. If you just want to try again. Tristan, no. Try okay. Try again. All right. Uh, I think so, you're good now. Yeah. Okay. I grew up in Florida but I've been a no-bad recently. Um, I, one of the main things I've been doing while traveling is working to promote uh, basic income. And I guess through that I've been grappling with the ideas of scarcity versus abundance and, and just recognizing and, uh, that we have this notion of scarcity sort of programmed within us. And as we transition into like a more holistic society, I think, that that will sort of dissipate. Um, I 
so I, I, in terms of like helping the paradigm shift, I think I'm going to start a blog uh, called Dissolving Duality, which is all about just like seeing the bigger picture in things. I really dig that name, man. Ooh. That's an amazing name, Dissolving Duality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you going to write about? Whew. There's like so many topics that could be covered. Um, like the, the political system, like scarcity versus abundance. Oh, nice. Um, like GMOs. It's like all of these things that are dividing people. It's like mm-hmm. if you take a step back, it's like we should all be on the same page, you know? It's like both, everyone has a good, has points. Everyone's arguments have some validity. But like the bigger picture is that, you know, we should be all working on the same side. Yeah, man, towards the good of the whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Oh, well, I wish you, I bless your blog, man, uh, your you. future articles. You can post them on the live net and, um, and have millions of people read them, or <laughs> hundreds, hundreds. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, Tristan, have you, um, like, is writing something that you've uh, done much of in the past? Like, is that kind of your preferred form of expression, so to speak? Uh, it's between that and also videography. Perfecto. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Sweet, man. Well, yeah, that's definitely something that we can talk more about. You know, I'd love to be able to brainstorm. And again, like this project is created to help people who may be new to YouTube channels or new to media creation to help like give them a little bit of a boost in that community support in doing so. So yeah, like anything that you would be like thinking about posting through your blog, if you want to duplicate it and post it through the website and link it back to your blog, feel free to do that because like, that will just like be a cool way to make sure that people are seeing it when they connect through the project as well. So, Cool. I think, uh, I think Tristan might have froze there, actually. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, Tristan, did you jump jump back in if you want, if, if there's... Do you want to... That's it. I'm, I'm lagging, so let's just keep moving. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again for being here. And uh, again, you know, Tristan, um, yeah, this is his first time being in the Hangout, and he just kind of stumbled across, like, uh, yeah, the, the article that I put up the other day about uh, being an elf hybrid, and, and then, you know, he was inspired to join the Hangouts here. So that's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> Cool. Awesome. All right. So um, we'll uh, we'll pass it around and uh, just uh, giving in, giving a shout out. We do have a, another player has joined the game, and that is uh, our good friend Ashley. So, hey Ashley, welcome welcome to the hangout. <laughs> Hi. How are you guys doing today? Doing pretty awesome. We're uh, we you, you didn't miss much. We we only just got started. So. Cool. Okay, so um, between uh, Michelle and uh, Amelia and Ashley, we'll uh, allow one of you guys to introduce yourselves next and see whoever wants to go. Okay, I I, I was uh, I'll, I'll 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 fill it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, so I'm Michelle. Everybody, um, Michelle Infinity. Um, Let's see. I, I don't really have um, anything specific that I want to say. I just want to contribute to the the good of the whole, um, but I mean, I feel like there's a lot going on um, internally with all of us right now. I feel I feel like we have this like a huge um, today. Something I can share, um, and I don't know if it's a collective thing or not. Um, I felt like there was a new vibration that kind of came up um, in the air today. How did you feel, Skull? Did you feel like there was a new like a newness to today, like almost like the new moons in a week? 
but did you feel like the pop? I felt like a shift in energy, like a new beginning of a cycle um, is starting. Did anybody else feel? I'll take an inventory. <laughs> I, I always, I always feel that you know, like that. That's always like such a interesting thing when people sort of acknowledge that, and and when there are sort of syncs, but at the same time, like. Like it's it, it could be like a very personal thing for for you too. Like yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It could be like within like your own like cosmic orbit or something. For so. sure. So yeah. I'm going through a rebirthing process, and um, and it's good. It's like um, uh, it's exactly what you said, Skull, about in your article about recognizing more of yourself. Um, and what I just walked through was a lot of like my shadow aspects, which were revealed to me as like parts of myself that I don't need to um, feed or value anymore which is like really interesting so I'm so I'm moving away from all of that and becoming who I really am which is not somebody who indulges in those like you know ways of being anymore and I think it's a really interesting thing in the maturation process of like as your personality evolves is like you identify with a certain way of being and then like you don't and then who you really are, like in cosmic conscious truth, is like not identified with any of that. And like your your eternal self, which I talked about that before. So that's like really deep and really trippy, but that's like that's where um that's what has been um coming through um in my way of being lately. So um yeah, so I'm 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 identifying with more of my soul aspects and, and learning how to be in that light. So that is what is up with me. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I mean, we we were kind of talking before the broadcast began just a little bit um, on some of the themes that I was mentioning in the uh, in the, in the article I was talking about, and, and and it is something I would like to be able to sort of reiterate um, within this broadcast as we get going on, because like I I do feel like that's uh, it, it's a very interesting idea, and, and just like the short story of it is, you know, like we talk about reincarnation, we talk about different people being open to the idea of like, you know, like oh well, maybe in a past life I was like a Syrian or a Pleiadian, and you get people talking about concepts of like star seeds and everything, but we don't always hear people like openly embracing the idea of like in the past life literally being something what we would refer to as a fairy folk or elven kin, and and that's because like you know like it's 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 funny um, within the spiritual community how like we're almost uh, it, it's almost uh, e easier for people to sort of like lean towards the idea of like Syrians and Pleiadians and star nations being real before they lean into the idea of like elves being real or something like that um, for, for whatever reason because it's one of those things where it's just like well if they were real then we'd be able to see them but that's kind of the whole idea is that like it's and again this isn't just me saying this is where you get into like a lot of uh, traditions within culture where they they talk about this, especially in Iceland, where this is like a very rich thing, and they say, you know, like these, there, these, there are cultures, there are communities, and they actually like live amongst us to this day. And perhaps back in the day it was different. Perhaps back in the day, like the veils were thinner, and perhaps there's a reason why we can't see them now because you like affect a part of like the bigger learning process and stuff. But you know, it, it's this basic idea that you know they're. They're not just this idea of being. There's different races, and and you know you can get into like, you know like small dwarves and, and different shapes of elves and different fairies and everything. But there's also the idea that you know a lot of them theoretically were were very human like. You know they they would live lives. They would have families. They would eat food. They would sleep. They would farm. Um and and so this is again just an opening up to an idea. 
And the idea is, is that who's to say in a past life some of us haven't experienced these and then, you know, we went through that experience and now here we are now within this incarnation. And part of our mission is to sort of like carry with us the knowledge of these other dimensions and the magic of them in, into this physical dimension where things are like, you know, there, there's that like that amnesia that, that, that is there. But that's part of our mission is to like work through that, that amnesia and bring more magic into it and everything. Um, again, you know, I, I know I just said I was going to mention just a little bit on that, but like the the idea of us being potential elves reincarnated and fairy folk reincarnated, um, I, it's 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 a, it's a paradigm shift, and and I think it's a, still like a fresh topic within the community that hasn't really been talked about too much. But um, yeah. if you guys want to talk about it a bit right now, and then we'll go through the introductions as we keep going, feel free yeah, or we can yeah. go back to it. Um, any and. If you, yeah, if you guys have any thoughts on that, feel free to jump in or if it resonates. Or, or, well, does anybody else have thoughts on that? I, I'll, I could say something. Go ahead. I feel like somebody else might want to. If you're, if you're talking fairy folk, it's actually something I read a little bit about. And um, the, most, the most commonly held, I guess, belief, so to speak, is that they were actual races that were on the plane that we're on now. And some, for whatever reason, were either pushed out or decided to, um, best way to explain, I guess, would be to ascend. And that's why there's so many people that can come forward and say, yeah, you know, I definitely think I'm half, you know, I'm half elf and half human. It's, it's completely a thing. And, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people don't want to say it, but it's completely a thing. If you start doing some research into it, there's a lot more going on behind the scenes on that one. Can I um can I share something that I know from working with an intuitive? Um, actually, a woman I met at Three DL. Her name is Judy. Um, it, she was saying that a lot of us who have had magical past lives, um, we create a relationship to these spirits who are um, keepers of that. Um, realm and so it's more of a now I believe what you guys are saying um, where it's like we were that we chose to incarnate as elementals we chose to and Doreen Virtue actually has this huge like she she a franchise in a way of like um, telling people what like what race they're from if they're an angelic hybrid or an elemental and like you know like she even like creates quizzes that is like are you uh, you know what kind of um, so uh, so but I also learned that it could be that you were a human being but you worked um, with the like the tree spirits and the spirits of the nature and the elementals which are the keepers of the those realms and such so but I believe like you guys that it's that we come in on that dimensional frequency you know like that that's a part of our that we can just like we can incarnate as a human we can incarnate as an elf spirit or a being and I believe that it can be a physical like thing or a vibrational energy you know and I think that's a different but they're in that same realm so that's, mm -hmm. that's my take on all of that yeah for sure um, just before before we get, get, keep going, I'm just gonna give a shout out. Uh, we have a, another player who has joined the game, and uh, just want to give a shout out to Rebecca. Rebecca, are you uh, are you there? I, I know you're moving your camera right now. Rebecca. Yeah, can you see me? Can you hear me? We can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. You're traveling through the dimensions as we speak. So. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I needed headphones, but I guess not. Seems to be okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool. Well, uh, hey, Rebecca. Good to see you. Long time no talk. So. 
I know, it's been a while. <laughs> cool. Um, Re Rebecca is a, a, a veteran to the Paradigm Shift community. Uh, her and I have uh, gone, you know, we, we uh, go back to the Paradigm Shift days of, like, early, like, 2011 actually and, and she was a part of the Paradigm Shift London community and since then she's been traveling the world and now she's uh you're in Alberta now I think is that correct yeah I'm in Jasper Alberta and awesome. I just opened this space for Paradigm Shift Jasper at a new yoga studio that opened up so that Sweet. just started last Sunday do you guys already had a meeting for it um, have we already had a meeting? Or I was just asking, or, or you're just saying that, but you're just like getting it rolling. Yeah, last week was our first one. Oh, sweet, sweet. How did how did that go? If you want to tell us a bit about it right now. Um, it was good. It was straight after a yoga class, so there was people who like trickled in from yoga. There was about five ladies there, and everyone kind of shared, like, um. Yeah, like how they got on the spiritual path and like, yeah, everyone just shared something and at the end I did a bit of a meditation. Um, I was a little bit nervous about it, but it, like, but it went well, so. That's awesome. Cool. I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited to hear that, uh, that, yeah, that you're able to get those going again where you are. That's really cool. We, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, let, let's go back to, like, the fairy conversation in a bit. Um, let's just keep going through the introductions. Um, but, Re Rebecca, if you want to introduce yourself, just kind of in addition to what you were saying, it's basically just, like, uh, your name, where you're from, which you already mentioned, some of the things you're interested in, and how you're helping assist with the shift in consciousness, whatever that means to you. So if you want to introduce yourself, go ahead, Rebecca. Oh, so I'm Rebecca, and I live in Jasper, Alberta at the moment, but I'm from Ontario in the Muskoka region. Um, I'm interested in healing, uh, like energy healing, and um, yeah, I'm not really sure, I don't know, everything is just a mystery and I find that like you can't really figure it all out you just have to live the mystery and I don't know it's nice to hear other people's stories and like what other people think so this is kind of nice to be part of this Google Hangout so thanks cool awesome well thanks uh thanks again Rebecca I'm glad you're able to make it so that's cool all right, so um, let's let's keep uh, passing the talking stick around, and we'll go through some uh, more introductions. And um, we uh, do have uh, another player who has actually joined the game. Uh, hey, how's it? Uh, if you guys just want to mute yourself. Hey, brother. You can do that now. Let me give it a second. Oh. Okay, hold on. I gotta make sure that my computer's not gonna crash because I'm out of hard drive space. One sec. Okay, sorry, DJ. DJ, are you there? Can you can you hear us? 
DJ, we can hear you um, on your end if you want to just try testing your microphone. Okay. All right. Okay. So we'll, we'll go back to DJ um, uh, as he's just getting situated. I know he just got in, but uh, let's uh, pass the microphone around and, and do some introductions. So um, between the people who are left, uh, we still have uh, Amelia and Ashley. So if one of you guys wants to jump in on introductions, please feel free. Um, and probably, or go ahead, Ashley. Yeah, because I'm not sure if Amelia's there. So Hi, guys. Ahead. I'm Ashley Marie. Um, I'm from New Jersey. Um, I'm an empath, and um, I enjoy meeting new people around the world. And um, I like to recognize the interconnectedness between all of us. And I love to um, keep connected with people around the world and um, teach them. Uh, ways to center themselves and, and balance themselves and truly connect from within. So, yeah. Cool, cool. And, and uh, Ashley, did you um did you just graduate? Did that did that did that happen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Congratulations>. <laughs> I just actually graduated today, so it was awesome. Oh Thank you. <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. Congratulations. Nice. That's Does, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Does, does that like really excite you, like the idea of like just like new potentials and new freedom and everything? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I'm cool. really excited. So it's great. Yeah. Sweet. Now I know. I know. Before um, you were talking about like some of the art you were working on. Is there anything related to that that you want to share? Some like ideas that you got for um, projects coming up, maybe. Well, well, so far, um, I have to get my cameras fixed and everything, but I want to be able to read poetry and, like, create different colors and different different um, creativity with that poetry, as well as I'm producing a song and I'm dedicating it to the Indigo children. And, um, yeah, so it's very exciting. I'm sure Jack will be down with that. There he came on for that. <laughs> I heard uh, I heard Indigo. I'm like, indigo? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. That's awesome, Ashley. So cool. Definitely, um, definitely. And where whereabouts did you, you say you were located? I think you mentioned that. I just forget off the top of my head. I'm in New Jersey. New Jersey. I'm okay. in New Jersey, so yeah. cool, cool. And there there is um a paradigm shift New Jersey. Um I could Get you in touch with one of the admins there if uh, if that's something. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I would love to get in touch. I'm working on um an indigo group. Hopefully, um starting an indigo group around New Jersey area. So it's exciting. Sweet, sweet, awesome. That's and, really um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and and just uh, on on the topic of um you know like facilitating community and starting up paradigm shift communities for those of you who are tuned in um, because simply just because we won't like literally go over everything in this broadcast I really encourage people to go back and check out the admin hanging that we um, did earlier in the week which would have been last Thursday which would have been on May 19th and uh, there's just like a lot of information there about like what creating a paradigm shift community entails and also some tips and tricks on like how to facilitate space how to grow it how to build it and uh, all sorts of information so again you know the paradigm 
paradigm shift communities, their basic concept is uh, open-minded discussion and meditation circles. And of course, it can become like more dynamic. You can get really creative with it. But it's really just about creating a space where people who are interested in talking about the metaphysical aspects and the spiritual aspects of life can can have a place to come and talk. Because you know, there's a lot of people out there who 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 are really interested in these things, but without that outlet, without that community outlet, you know, they're just kind of like keeping to themselves. So it's about building the tribe. It's about bringing people together, and then that's like part of the uh, part of the excitement is seeing what unfolds through there and the new relationships and the community and what you're able to learn from from each other. So, so yeah. So Ashley, I'm I'm excited to hear that you're um, taking steps forward to being able to get things happening where you are with a an indigo group, as you mentioned. So that's cool. Awesome. And um, was there anything else you wanted to mention at the moment before we pass the talking stick around? Um, yeah, it's it's interesting because you're from Canada, and actually, um, in my song, it's based on um, a true story and part of my journey. And I actually, in Canada, I had a big part of my journey unfold, and um, it includes a little piece about Montreal. Oh. So it's 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 very interesting. Cool, cool. Yeah. Sweet. And it's, yeah. I was just gonna say, is it is it already written, or are you still writing it? Yeah, I actually have it already written, um, but I have to work in in the studio um, getting it put together even even better and even more. And it's all about also breaking out of the matrix and really developing your own ideas and furthering conscious thinking. That's wicked. Yeah, like I, I love the idea that, you know, like as this project evolves, like there's there's several of us who who are leaning towards the idea of like creating music uh, in particular. And, you know, I, I've joked about this before, but the idea of like having sort of like a paradigm shift, like mixtape or something like that of like different, <laughs> of, of like spoken poetry, but like actual songs and just like a bunch of cool stuff and everything. So I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. Let's 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 do this. <laughs> yeah. I mean that that'll be something, you know, in future team building hangouts we can sort of use them as community workspaces where, you know, we can use that time space to sort of like collaborate on writing things in that moment and, you know, just encouraging people that between meetings to practice writing things and that if you do have any poetry that you want to share, you can bring those to the Paradigm Shift team building hangouts to to be able to practice sharing as well. So just having that little extra incentive is a uh, really goes a long way. So wonderful. Cool. Awesome. Well, that's that's exciting, Ashley. So thanks for bringing that to the circle and, and to the team. I'm looking forward to it. That's cool. Awesome. Okay, so we'll uh, we'll, we'll keep passing the talking stick around. And um, uh, Amelia, would you like to uh, would you like to go next? Sorry. Sure. Cool. Uh, so my name is Amelia. I am from Calgary, Alberta. Uh, so I might be having to take a drive out to Jasper one of these days. Uh, what what I'm doing to help the paradigm in my community. Uh, it's mostly personal studies and just educating myself so that when other people come to me with questions, I can at least give them enough of an answer to point them in the right direction. That's my biggest. That's good. My biggest job. That's really important. I think that's like something that's almost like so like obvious that it's kind of overlooked. Like the idea of just like re reminding ourselves that within our community, like a big part of this is that, yeah, you know, for some of us, we've been researching this stuff for like five, maybe 10 years. And then there's going to be people who are brand new to this stuff. And they're going to be like, 
what the hell's a chakra, you know? And, and then, like, if you're a person who can at least give some sort of insight, and like you said, maybe not tell them everything, but at least point them in a direction, I think that um, that that's really important. So that's uh, that's really cool to hear you sort of, like, intentionally taking on that role, because I think that's something all of us can, can keep in mind as well. So that's cool, that's cool. And... Um, Sweet. And, and did, you, did you have, uh, like, interest in uh, any particular, like, media or, like, writing and stuff like that? Like, could you see um, putting together some, like, quest journals for the website related to anything in particular in the future? Uh, anything in particular? Um, hmm. I yeah. don't know. You know, I've, I've kind of thought about uh, working on some sort of a blog-type deal, but I've only ever... I was the kind of person that always just wrote tons and tons in diaries and that was it and never shared it with anybody so it's a really weird concept to go from like not ever mm. talking to anybody about it and then like hey look at everybody what I wrote it's mm -hmm. an adjustment <laughs> <laughs> for sure for sure yeah I think um, again you know like with, with, with the website with what we're creating with the opportunity for people to have the platform through the quest journals uh, I just want to really remind you guys to like never underestimate the um you know, the, the, the potential of, of our personal stories to be able to help inspire other people. So if that means, like, talking about, you know, like, your personal revelations, even your personal challenges, like, your own personal paradigm shifts, like, I think that's that's something that can really go a long way. So, I mean, if, if talking about yourself, yourself is, like, something that's a, a good jump point for you to, to work with, then, you know, I just really encourage encourage people to do that and and again you know moving into the forward moving forward into into the future like like the quest journals are something that are there for practice for people and, and, and just keep in mind like when you're going out to an event if something's happening to you and keep in mind like in the back of your head it would be like oh this could be a really cool quest journal for example you know say you're just like going downtown but then you have like a crazy synchronicity and you happen to meet someone and something happens uh, without needing it to be like a super embellished story that in itself could be a cool quest journal just to sort of document the fact that like hey synchronicities are real this is happening this is my experience you know we're sort of logging that and then again you know it creates practice and then down the road like when you have like a, a community event that or a paradigm shift meeting creating a quest journal based uh, just on like recapping it <laughs> is always cool so again you know like I know I know the quest journals are still a new thing for people and it's something that is, is um, just gonna like evolve over time but really you know inviting and encourage guys and and even like the the one that I posted the other day again like they're remembering more of who I am as an elf human hybrid like that's look look to that one as just an example of one thing that that could be written about and and so I mean yeah you can get it like as 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 like logical and as metaphysical as you want with it and even just uh, another idea and I'll just say this real quick you know even inviting you guys to write, practice writing like short stories. Like that's that's a really cool idea is to like write short stories as a quest journal and even do it in parts. So you could have like part one and just literally like see what happens. You know, just like like see what like just practice it as almost a form of channeling. Uh, you know, like freeform writing and channeling and typing is a very interesting thing to be able to do because you'll be surprised what comes out. And oftentimes a like a lot of people are just like, oh, I can't do that. But that's only just because we haven't given ourselves permission to really practice it. And so, again, this is a safe space for us to be able to practice and to become better channelers of creative ideas and, and all sorts of awesome stuff. So, yeah. Um, 
If, if anybody, does anybody, if anybody has any thoughts, tell, I'm just, oh, oh. go ahead, Michelle, yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to just tell you that um, one of my girlfriends um, told me, I, I shared something that came out of my journal, and it's funny because I have journals that um, have a lot of stuff that need to be shared, but I know what you feel about sometimes you're like, eh, you know, you just don't, it's not a natural instinct to do that, right? Well, one night I have a Facebook page from Michelle Infinity, Infinite Everything, and I put something that was like straight up out of my journal from like, say like six months ago, say like the beginning of the journal, right? And I'm like at the end of the journal, and I added a picture, and it was just like six sentences, you know? And like mad likes, and then my girlfriend at the health food store, like the next day, was like, I like meditated with that. It was like exactly what I needed to hear. So sometimes, like the juice, like from our heart, soul, like that we're putting onto our thing, and we don't think it's gonna apply. Like somebody needs to hear it, and we don't even know. And and that's something that I love about Skull is you just put the stuff out there, you know, and like to have the faith and trust that like it's gonna hit somebody, and somebody's gonna need it. You know, it's medicine. And we all carry medicine for each other, and we forget that, you know. Um, and that's like a huge, potent thing about this whole shifty thing is that we are all reminding each other constantly of how sacred life is, because we forget, because the matrix is all like dull your senses, and you know. And it's so easy for us to just collectively be in that vibe. And so people need your, you to be brave, so that, and you feel it too. You feel liberated. Like now, like, I don't know, I'm right, I'm done talking, my cat's like, all right, you're done. <laughs> but it's liberating for you to share too. Yeah, my cat's like, all right, mm -hmm. enough. <laughs> no. You're right, you're right though, Michelle, that brings up a great point. And, and just to reiterate, you know, like, never underestimate the synchronicity that happens through the digital networks, through our through our digital social media. Because um, even, just again, an example, yesterday, like, I, I felt called to post that. I posted it, and literally, like, 10 minutes after I posted posted that in one of the like 15 groups that I shared it on like there's I mean there are multiple people who commented but there's like one person and they just like very much emphasize they're just like holy crap like this was like exactly what I needed to hear at this point like you have no idea like this is such a huge synchronicity for me so I mean like that 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 happens you know and 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 it's amazing how the timing on that happens you know like maybe if I had posted it in an hour earlier, he wouldn't have seen it, or an hour later, he wouldn't have seen it. It's kind of things is that, that like, do it within your own flow, and you'll post it and release it at the exact time when it's needed. That's kind of like the thing, and and, and that's kind of the powerful thing is that reminding ourselves that we're creating medicine and and doing it from like an altruistic point of view. You're doing it for your own process, but then never underestimate like what it means to to someone else. And again, you know, like that inspires them and they're just like, hey, I want to write a quest journal too. And then that builds a team and that's, again, it builds this ripple effect. And then, I, you know, again, like this is kind of working towards like this long vision of like having an enlightened society by like 2035 or something like that or something, you know. And I love so that. it's just <laughs> little, little ripples. But yeah. And, you know, it's, it's important because we're, we're, <clears throat> we're kind of leading the way in this. This is, this is new, but it's also very old, so it's a resurgence in that sense, but yeah. We'll definitely talk more about um, quest journals and, and all sorts of awesome stuff like that, but again, you know, I'm just really looking forward to, to now that summer's here, now that you guys might have some free time to seeing what you guys can do, and again, you know, my job as director is to be able to make sure that your content gets seen by more people, so you guys post it up, and then I'll, like, do the behind-the-scenes work and help share it, and, like, that's where the team crowdfunding comes in and promoting it, and again, it's, it's, really, it's really dynamic in that sense, so... Um,
Cool. Does, does anybody else have any comments on anything that we were talking about within those moments or any questions about Quest journals in particular, possibly? Um, no? Okay, cool. All right. Um, well, uh, I was just going to say, Michelle, are you still leaving at 11? Was that, was that your plan? Oh, yeah, like 10 more minutes. Well, then I'll okay. say the one thing I was thinking. Um, sure. Okay, uh, concept. Okay, this might not have any relevance, but I'm going to say it anyway. So you know how you said it's very old, but it's going to be again? That theme has been coming up for me a lot, like in the last few days, how, um, you know, and like, who knows about the yugas and like time where like the golden age and like Atlantis and Lemuria and everything was like perfect, and like then it went into the dark ages and everything, but he got into separation, and now we're like bringing that back. That is, like, in my consciousness this week, like, hardcore about the fact that, like, it was once perfect and we remember that and, like, we're bringing the dawn, like, the Pleiadian prophecy, which I've never read, um, <laughs> is, like, the bringers of the dawn. And it's, like, that just, I've been seeing synchronistic signs about, like, the golden memories and the golden, like, the golden age and, like, how we're coming into that again. Um, so that's it. So I just wanted to be, like, yeah, that's, again, I'm seeing that. Yeah, I mean that's that's a topic in itself, you know. Like even even that, I am one to write a poem about that, you know. Write a poem about like bringers of the dawn or something like that, you know. Like pick a topic, pick an idea, pick an inspiration, and run with it, sort of thing. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, maybe I will like in my video, like in the new moon or something, the next cycle, like we we'll talk about like the fact that we are re met, we are re we are bringing what we remember of like purity, like this purity consciousness or this golden consciousness or Christ consciousness and like we're like actualizing that on the planet again. Like, I don't okay. know. So there, yeah, there's some, like that's what we're doing. And like for people to get real about that or something, to like ground into that. That's what I feel. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, definitely. So. The baby says so too. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, I just wanted wanted to add yeah. on to the grounding into that. I mm. think that in a way, yeah, I know. In a way, uh, people are almost afraid to admit to believing in that sort of thing, right? Because, you know, unfortunately in the society we live in, when you, yeah, yeah, I know. When you, um, when you're a kid, you know, everybody pretends they're a mermaid or a pirate or all of these things and they don't realize the fact that you know that can be from past that can be from memories but we tell you know past generations have told them no 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 that's not the case so now we're turning around and saying actually and they don't know what to do with it you know it's like a kid in a candy store again they don't know what to do with it now yeah, yeah, and that's why, like, you know, the the topic, um, yeah, that's a good point, Amelia. The, the topic that, you know, again, going back to what I was writing in my quest journal about, uh, you know, like, the idea of us being fairy folk and, and all sorts of different creatures and reincarnating within this lifetime intentionally as, as that opening up that possibility, um, I just feel like that's, that's like, new territory. There's, there's really, there's really um, something exciting there, Um whether we're talking about it now or whether we're talking about it later. Well, I just... okay, well, check this out. Because if we're, so, okay, so those of us who have had several lifetimes, if we're really multidimensional beings, then we have, like, all of those archetypes inside of us, and we also have those other lifetimes inside of us, too. 
like so we're so I one of I okay so one of my deepest one of my really good friends I noticed this last year with where it's like those of us who have mm, an elevated consciousness we have these multi-dimensional selves so like we have so many aspects of ourselves so or so many archetypes are like within one person we have like 12 different personalities and they come from all of these different past lives that we've accessed or these like astral dimensions perhaps that we access at night when we sleep, you know, whatever that is, that we're calling on those energies. And then not only those, but like star beings that we're connected to, like, you know, Kevin transmits that um, his, and shout out to him, it's his birthday, holla, holla, holla. But the Lila Rose is like a drop down, I feel, you know, of like this other vibration, like, like I don't see that coming from like inside him out. I see that coming from like up and down. So it's almost like we can call on like astral ideas. You know, it's kind of cool. So multi-dimensional selves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like becoming, you know, like sort of like this like central transmission center. Like again, like acknowledging like our totally. bodies, acknowledging our bodies as as like this form of like divine technology. You know were saying like it's this idea that um, and even what I was talking about in my in my journal like it's not the idea of like it's like we're half this we're half that we're a little bit of this we're a little bit of that it's like it's like no like we are full everything we are full this full this full this full this full this all in one being um, just because I know I didn't mention it here but like just to put some context but I really encourage people to go back and, and read that question if they're interested that I wrote um, my my sort of paradigm shift that I had um, again it goes back to this idea of, of, of us realizing that there's clues that we have left for ourselves within this reality this time around that are sort of pointing to past lives and again future lives as well theoretically which is a very interesting thing um, but just like pointing on that uh, Real, real quick. What, what I was just saying. The context for that was like the idea that <clears throat> showing you guys on camera, like my left ear is like very similar to an elf ear. It's an elf ear, so to speak. And so, like when I was growing up, like that was always a thing. It was just like you know, people would point it out to me, and I would just be like, oh yeah, you know, like I've got an elf ear, like, and that means I like I'm like part elf or whatever. But then, like for most of my life, I was just like, I, like I would half joke about it. I would half take it seriously because everyone knows that elves aren't real, sort of thing. But then, as you started getting more into this idea of like multi-dimensional entities being a thing and everything like that, and then basically my paradigm shift was like, like hey, you know, like maybe the reason why I have an elf ear is because like for me, that's supposed to be like a thought seed that I planted for myself within this lifetime to remind me of the idea without without again you know like well I'll explain in a second of the idea that within another incarnation I actually live like as uh, one of these fairy folk which isn't like you know like super fantastical it might have been very very human like just like in another dimension sort of thing um, and then you know I had those experiences uh, I was like rooted in nature I had an understanding of like esoteric philosophies and magic and concepts related to metaphysics and everything like that and then you know again and then I chose to come here into this lifetime and then based on like me connecting the dots it kind of relates to this idea that throughout this lifetime without even fully believing that I'm an elf I've been doing things very similar to what an elf would do if he chose to incarnate in this lifetime with that intention so I mean for me it was all sort of matching up but just on this point you know because it's very important to keep grounded and that's like a really important thing that I want to remind us within this community it's like don't get too heady like don't get don't get just be like be like I'm an elf I'm an elf and I'm a fairy and, and that, 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 that and just like you know and then people are just like that kid has problems you know like it's like like you can you can you can believe that but but like ground yourself into a, a connection to this reality and still like you know like do <laughs> 
<laughs> and still, you know, and just like do what you got to do in this reality. Like, don't don't like disconnect yourself from your responsibilities within your reality. You kind of got to play a few games at once. You kind of got to jump through a few hoops at once. And so, like for me though, um, the idea is is that. I I can I can theorize this as best as I want, but what I'm seeking right now is truth through personal experience within my connection of the dream space. Because again, like within this idea, we've talked about this before, the dream space is like sort of this central space where people can, from other dimensions can all come together, can all meet, can all communicate, whether it be people who have died, whether it be other entities, whether it be fairy folk. Like other people have talked about this, you know, like they'll say like the queen of the fairies came to me in my dream and it was like a really, really unusual but very visceral dream. And, and to them, they're like, I knew it was real sort of thing you know so again like my intention is to like go into my dream space to work towards lucidity and to like literally ask this question within my dream and to like evoke the actual fairy folk within this dream and to be in an actual conversation with them like this sounds like quite an objective but I know it's one that's plausible therefore I know it's one worth working towards in that sense and then the other kicker and I'll just mention this here because um, it, the you know like my it's very unlikely that my parents will listen to this and stuff like that yada yada yada. But you know another option is through the use of psychedelics, is through the use of altered states of consciousness. People talk about this. They say, you know, like when I was working with the magic mushrooms, I was actually like in contact with the fairy folk and things like that. But, but again, this happens with people who don't even do magic mushrooms. One story was a guy who was like walking through a forest like in Ireland and it was really, 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 really dark at night. But then eventually his eyes adjusted to the darkness and he said that, you know, he, he started seeing fairies and he thought he was hallucinating, but he wasn't. But he was like tuned into the their vibration and then he was like there long enough and actually had an interaction with them and actually like you know again it's 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 interesting. It's an interesting idea, but with the idea of concept of psychedelics, my intention again, you know, I'll just tell you guys like coming this solstice, like I'm gonna be going to uh home so sorry Rebecca, sorry, just Rebecca, one second, just I'm just second. gonna finish this thought and then I'll open it up for you. Um, I'm gonna be going to to Ohm Festival. Uh, there's a transformational festival that happens here in Canada. My intention is to go there and to work with psychedelics in this space. It is a very sacred space. It is a very magical place. And within my intention of doing that, like I'm going to do it to like reconnect with that elven part of myself and also to like open myself up to the opportunity of like seeing what happens, you know, without having to set expectations or whatever. But again, you know, just everyone do their own research, be smart about things, psychedelics or something you got to research. We'll, we'll spend a whole nother time talking about that. But again, you know, like this is a bigger part of the story and it would make for one hell of a quest journal. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, All okay, yeah. Spiritual yeah. growth. I really I, I just want to say if we don't talk about this again, I bless that journey for you for sure. Mm -hmm. And I hope that you are gifted with sacred knowledge for your growth and for the growth of all of the tribe. That's sure. right. Oh God, that would be so good. I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, great. like literally it's my plan to actually document myself doing magic mushrooms. And I haven't like had like a solid trip in like quite a few years. Last year I did LSD at the festival and it was like so freaking amazing and I still have footage of that, but I haven't released it yet because it's like something that I gotta, you know, be yeah. iffy about sort of thing. Because again, I don't want my mom to see it, basically. Like honestly, that's the only reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's for her sake. I don't want to stress out about it, right? Um, but but again, you know, like, um, yeah, you're right. Like, the intention wouldn't just be to do it for, like, something fantastical. The intention would to do it to, like, connect to a deeper 
um, awareness of myself and, and this reality and to, and, to, and to know through my own experience and to be uh, a journalist between this world and another as one world, as one, you know, to be that bridge. Uh, that's something that I've talked about before, being like a journalist between dimensions, whether it's a dream space, whether it's psychedelics, whether it's everyday life. Um, that's something that, you know, I, I feel any of us can do as well. Um, okay, I just want to pass it over because I know Rebecca uh, was looking to jump in on something. Rebecca, did you want to open up your microphone if you had something to add? If you... Um, I actually didn't want to say anything. I thought okay. I was muted. Like, I thought I muted myself. But, uh, yeah, I don't really have much to say at this moment. I just like to listen. <laughs> and um, actually, um, you should come to Harvest Festival as well. That's in September. I'm coming to Ontario in September, by the way. Cool. And, um, yeah, and I've been experimenting with growing my own mushrooms, so it's been fun. Tell us how that's been. Um, well, I started my own, or I bought like an already inoculated kit, so all I had to do was add water, so they've been growing easily, but we've recently experimented with like starting our own substrate and like inoculating the jars ourselves, but the last one's got moldy, so it's, um, yeah, everything has to be really sanitary for it to work otherwise mold can get in and it will infect the whole batch but yeah it's been good and the other day me and my roommate Taylor um, we we ate some and went into the forest and it was really awesome and I remember coming home and sitting in my room and feeling like what is why do I have all this stuff like I just felt really uncomfortable with all this, like, this mess around me in my bedroom. It just, and that totally makes sense because, like, feng shui is a thing. So, like, based, depending on how you have things set up in your room, energy will flow in a certain way. So that kind of made sense because, yeah, because I could, like, sense it on the mushrooms. <laughs> so. When I, when I totally, totally, oh, wait, I don't want when I um when I came back from Guatemala, it's the same thing. You look at everything when you leave your life, and you look at all your physical objects that like all the things that like weigh you down astrally, and you look at it, and you're like, well, this is all stuff. And then like, and then it does actually weigh you down astrally, like the more that you come. But isn't it funny how it's like when you're a spirit, when you're an energy being, you're like so much lighter, you know? And then you're just like, I should just get rid of all of my shit because it's it's not doing anything for me. Um, but then you get comfortable and you're like, no, but I like having all of, you know, it's it's a very interesting, that's a weird thing that happens to us, that when we leave our lives and then we come back and we're like, why am I not living out of a suitcase all the time? It's so much more fun, um, you know, that's how I feel at least. I was, um, Rebecca, sorry, um, I don't know, go um, oh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, Rebecca, when you, when you were in Australia, Am I supposed to mute myself, or will you control you can, the mute? Go ahead. You, you, you can mute it. Because that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was just going to ask real quick. Um, you, you spent a lot of time in Australia. When you were in Australia, did, were, were there any people... Like, did you hear any people talking about, like, fairy folk in Australia? Did that ever come up or anything? Because I feel like that's, like, something very close to the culture. And, and, again, you know, like, there would be, like, places where you could, like, still find them and stuff. Did, did that cross your path did at all? Did that cross your path at all? 
Um, not so much specifically fairy folk, no. Um, not that I can recall very strongly, but I definitely met a lot of like traveling hippies. Pers I guess you could say they were hippies. They <laughs> Those are kind of fairy. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. So maybe, yeah, I don't really have anything to say about fairies because I've, I don't know, like people have told me, oh, you're like, oh, actually the other day when we did mushrooms, my roommate said I looked like a little forest creature, like this little elf thing. She said I shapeshifted into this little forest creature looking thing. But that wasn't in Australia. That was here in Jasper. And this is just as magical a place, I think, if not more, here in Jasper. So that's that's cool to hear. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, again, you know, like going back to what we were talking about earlier and stuff. Like, what happens when more of us sort of, at least, just open up to the idea of like reconnecting with like that inner elf, the the higher self sort of thing, you know, like I even just the word higher self, like take out the S, higher elf sort of thing, you know, like that it's kind of interesting. So yeah. But yeah, no, I could I could definitely see yeah. Within I mean like within all of us here, you know, I see a little bit of fairy folk and everything. Like now now that the now that the conversation's like there, it's just like it's just like, oh yeah, like it's obvious or something, right? Like before we just like had the filters on where we were just ignoring it and everything. But again, you know, just Let's keep grounded in this. Let's like not just like jump overboard with the idea just yet. But again, it's 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 a potential. It's a possibility in this hyperdelic reality, and we'll see where it goes. Indigo, did you want to jump in? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted to mention, you know, the indigo perspective to let everyone realize that when we're little babies, you know, we can see in the other realms. We can see all the spirits, you know, especially when t sometimes younger kids say they have an imaginary friend and sometimes they get in trouble or that people make them think they're crazy. Sometimes they could be seeing their guides, you know, so there's a lot more to this than, than people really understand. So if you really want to start seeing fairies, if you really want to start experiencing that, that um, dimension, so to speak, it's really about connecting with your inner child to the deepest level possible because they are so playful. They're so they're actually little pranksters, you know. And w once you get your inner child going really well, it's just so fun to play with the little guys jumping around, and you know they're they're really on a serious level. They're like the protectors of the forest on a deep level. They're serious about it too, but they still have fun, you know. They joke around, and and once you get yourself really connected deeply with your inner child, you'll start to be able to experience them a lot more. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, on that note, you know, I, I recommend people who haven't yet to go back and 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 do the the full moon meditation that we just did because literally, like, um, that is the theme that we play with. And I'm not sure if Indigo actually has had a chance to to tune into that one, but yeah, like within within that meditation, without having to spoil it, um, we we go into the forest, and within the meditation, you actually meet the Kodama, and the Kodama are those little creatures from Princess Mononoke, those little like white forest. Spirits. And so, like, that that was, like, something that just intuitively came through to me. I'm just, like, because, again, when I'm doing these global meditations, I'm not, not just doing it to make up a fantastical story. Like, I'm actually kind of doing it to be, like, an ambassador for, like, other intelligences and other ideas and everything like that. So we'll have more meditations where we'll actually go and interact more with the fairy folk. And, again, you know, like, with me being 
uh, elf-human hybrid, this seems right in line with what I would do. Is you know, again, sort of like bridging the worlds and everything. And when we go into the meditation, we go into the dream space. Like that's that's like this place where we can we can make those connections again. And um, yeah, so again, just go back and check out that global meditation if you kind of want to like like what Jack was saying. You can kind of tap into that childlike perspective, and and you'll get to play with the kadama and stuff like that. So. Um, Actually, you said that you you shared the meditation with your friend or whatever. What did they have any thoughts on that, or if you want to share anything? Um, yeah. Um, I I love um meeting people who are like open and um the other day it was my birthday last week, and my um best friend went to a spiritual store and she asked um a man about the indigo children and um other spiritual aspects and it really meant a lot to me you know especially um, when people um, are open to learning new things and really learning you know they may not understand everything you know but um, being open to learning about um, the indigo children and spiritual spiritual endeavors and especially if you're um, really connected to it so it was great and my friend got me a few things and then I said to her yesterday I'm like you know, a lot's been going on lately, and I said, why not we try a meditation? And she was um, very open to it, which was really fantastic. And um, we started listening to Haoyo Mikazaki's, <laughs> some of his um, music. And um, I said to her, I'm like, how about we listen to Brendan's meditation? <laughs> and um, we did that for a little while. Um, and it was really nice, and um, she she really enjoyed it, and it was really calming, and we just laid out on a rug and just um, visualized it. I definitely have to practice um, visualizing and, and keeping my focus. I don't know if you guys ever have trouble visualizing yourself in meditation, but I tend to have a lot of trouble visualizing myself as I am. I can easily visualize other people much better than I can my own self. So it's just learning how to visualize yourself better and, and learning how to stay connected within that realm and kind of keep your focus directed on it. But, you know, it, it was a great adventure, you know, to help balance the mind and creativity as well. So it was great. You guys are reminding me of, um, you know, in uh, the shamanic realm, you know how it's like meditation, but you're going into like a trance state. So the sham, like the drum beats, and then you go on a shamanic journey, they call it. Um, and it's like a meditation visualization slash astral lucid dream thing because it's like you're creating this reality that kind of shows up on itself, you know? So it's like a hybrid between lucid dreaming and meditation because something that Skull was mentioning earlier and then now just Ashley said that. So um, that's really interesting. And yeah, like keeping my focus is something that's really come up a lot lately for me as well. Um, and kind of spirit schooling you on like how important that is in order to progress on your path. Um, but something that I just want to say to people who have that question, about, like Ashley, like you have to kind of take things as they come. So if you can't physically see yourself, maybe you like seeing out of your eyes is is how that works for you. Um, because it depends on the camera angle for me. Like if I'm walking like downstairs, I can see like myself go downstairs. But like if I'm going to like forward, it's like out of my eyes. I don't see myself going moving forward. So you have to kind of play with what shows up for you. Um, but we should definitely have like team building focus 
like everybody try to like oh magic classes like hone our skills mm -hmm. 11 11 magic classes 11 11 <laughs> <laughs> oh man i got to go to bed but um but mm -hmm. yeah we need to have like a practice <laughs> we got <laughs> we have to have like a practice um i think that would be very beneficial because mm. it's it would be shared group consciousness so we would get more out of it right and we would hone our skills and then we could talk about our discoveries and stuff like that so I'd like to do something like that maybe I'll, I'll create an outline of what that might look like or and we could play yeah yeah that'd be fun yeah yeah I like that um, yeah just kind of like yeah, yeah, I'm trying to, I mean, we, we can flush out the specifics and stuff like that, but I mean, like, even within our dream class, we're, we're kind of, we're kind of working towards, uh, like, specific visualization practices, but, but yeah, like, we could theoretically just, um, yeah, like, have specific classes focused on, like, visualization, kind of meditation type we'd, stuff. We'd need to research focus techniques, like, maybe Buddhist focus techniques, or how do people, like, actually get into meditation states, and then practice them together. And then talk about, and then do that for a couple of minutes, and invite other people to join us, and then talk about if it worked yeah. or what our difficulties are, or something like that. Mm -hmm. so. Cool. I like and the I sound. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have to go. I'm feeling, but I, I love you guys so much. I love you. All right. Well, eleven, eleven. Thank you so much for being here, Michelle. And uh, again, for for everyone listening, for Michelle and everyone else, you can find her links through uh, the information for the show notes. But Michelle is infiniteeverything.net. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And Michelle cool. Infinity, Infinite Everything on Facebook and all that jazz. So I love you guys. Be like Perfect. empowered and heart centered and. Uh, You're gonna remember your dreams tonight, by the way. So. Thank you for the blessing. <laughs> Bye. Alright, talk to you later. See ya. Cool. Alright. Um does if anybody else has anything, they just feel free to jump in at this point. We're kinda in free flow conversation mode, so um just going back to the realization that we all as babies have this innate power that we've moved away from. So getting ourselves back to innocence, getting ourselves back to that freedom just to play and just to let our imagination actually be a tool for the universe to be able to see some of these things and to experience some of these uh, things from other dimensions. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And I think, again, you know, like, for me, just, like, dream space is, is always something that, that I go back to because that's, like, sort of, like, this playground where we can really tap into some of these concepts and, and explore it. But, and, yeah. Um, cool. Okay, I was just going <clears> to... <throat> sorry, I, I was just going to say, uh, just to give a welcome, uh, we do have another new player who has joined the game. And shout-out and aloha to Ashley. Ashley, welcome back to, to the Team Hangouts. So, cool. Did you want to just test your microphone real quick? myself. Hi everyone, how's it going? Good. Just jumping on the tail end here. I um, I just got back from a work trip, so. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, we um, we were doing like introductions and stuff earlier, just kind of you know like saying who we are, where we're from, and uh, you know like what we're interested in, and, and perhaps like any updates on how we're helping shift consciousness. Is there any is there any updates that you want to share with the community, like? Yeah, actually, I just finally got the courage. I've had, like, this vision of kind of this whole uh, mission that I really want to do, and I just, like, saw myself doing it one day when I was kind of having my awakening, and it 
it's this whole project called It Only Takes Three, and it boils down to <clears throat> that at any given moment, no matter what's going on in your life, if you're stressed out, if you have a lot on your mind, um, for any reason, you can just take three deep, mindful breaths in the present, and it just helps bring you back to center. And then it just kind of goes off, stems off from there. Um, I'm super into like the law of attraction and just um, different meditations that you can do and just really teaching people that <clears throat> meditation should be, a, uh, in my opinion, something that everyone does on a day-to-day -day basis. It should be something, a practice that even like little kids are taught. Um, I just feel like it's a part, a piece of being human that so many of us have forgotten. And I used to think that like yoga was some, you had to go do crazy handstands and like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just feel that meditation and the act of just spending some time with yourself each day and just clearing your mind and allowing yourself to just be, that should be promoted so much more in this world. So that's the whole premise behind it. And I finally got the courage and the confidence to do it this week. <laughs> and I think, I think me joining the, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, the shift meeting that we had um, a couple of weeks ago where we were talking about the meetups and stuff, that like really helped me, give me that courage and realize that like I'm not the only one that's has these ideas and that's in this, you know, this whole shift concept and that wants to change the world and, and it's just good to know, it, it really helped give me the confidence and the, um, the courage to go forward and do it, and so I really wanted to say thank you to all you guys, and, and I'm excited too to talk about some of this stuff with you because I haven't like been able to like, dive into the fun concepts, and I love like <clears throat> the name of my meetup is Star Seeds and Lightworkers, so I'm super into fifth dimensional light beings. Um, I've had some crazy experiences myself. I um, anything metaphysical, like any topic, I've I'm all about it, and I really want to promote that too within my blog and make the, these these conversations, these topics more just every day and um, and yeah. That sounds that's awesome. That's awesome, actually. Like just like the the to be able to like hear another person to be like be like I'm inspired. I'm doing stuff. I'm creating stuff. <laughs> like that's just like feeds inspiration into the whole, whole team. So thanks for bringing the inspiration into this. And cool. And did you want to? Um, I know uh, I, I saw like yeah like I think I was like the first person or one of the first people to like like your new like Instagram profile. I saw that you set it up and stuff. Um, did you want to just like let people know of any like specific links or anything um, that you got set up related to that? Or you can go on www.onlytakes3.com. So I'm going to have like a YouTube channel. It's going to be like a video blog. Um, I'm really excited. It just, it's my passion and I just want it all to be accessible, free information that anyone can. Um, have at their fingertips because the internet is so powerful and we don't realize every individual is so powerful and can have a voice if they just put it out there, you know? Totally, totally. Have you have you done videos before? I've that... I made a couple of them, but okay. not really. Okay, cool, cool. But but you're planning on making some for this, so sweet. 
Sweet, awesome. And that's, uh, again, you know, like, just recapping and stuff, like, that's what this project is about, is about, like, whether it be the blogs, whether it be the quest journals, whether it be the videos, like, if you guys got some of that, like, posting it as a quest journal just makes it easier for me to, like, know that it's there, and then I'll, like, help relay it and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah, like, whenever you, you have content that you're, you're ready to put out there, just let me know, and, and we'll help give it a good boost and stuff and link people back to your... <laughs> Connections, cool, cool, awesome, sweet. And um, is uh any any updates on uh your your like community meetup that you were working towards? Like, is that something so the, the Indigo Star Seed? <laughs> well, I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna name it. I'm I'm not gonna change the name of the meetup yet, just because I know there's a lot of people who joined because I think they really mm -hmm. want to talk about those topics, and I don't want to like just all yeah, switch it up on them. But I think what I'll start to do is like make them called like paradigm shift or like consciousness connections or awakening answers or like the names of the meetups like more general and specific and just promote them as a more general um, meetup and then maybe eventually I'll just I'll just go like consciousness or like awakening support or something like that where people can come and just have discussions and um, I'm gonna I'm going to lightning in a bottle this weekend so I'm really really excited about that. That's exciting. It's going to go on <laughs> up there. So uh, I unfortunately can't have it this weekend, but the weekend I get back, I'm planning on doing one because I got all fired up after <laughs> after the admins meeting. Oh, that's sweet. Are you going to bring your camera with you to Lightning in a Bottle by chance? Uh, my phone. Okay, cool. Cool, yeah. yeah. Maybe you could do some, like, snippets or, or whatever and stuff like that. Like, who, who knows? Like, you could, again, you know, like, from a journalism perspective, you could, you know, if you feel inspired to, you could do, like, an after thing where you sort of, like, write about what you got out of it. Because, yeah. I mean, the transformational festivals are such a beautiful part of, like, this bigger story. Because, again, you know, like, literally, like, in three days, people can go there and it literally, like, transforms them. It literally changes their life. They go there and they 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 experience a level of love that they have never experienced before. For, for some people, like, literally, you know, depending on where they're coming from, they'll go there and they're just, like, they'll connect with people on such an intimate level and it's just, like, unlock something within them. So um, have you gone to transformational festivals before or is... is no. This is your first one. Festivals, um, but this is my first like consciousness like Sweet. type festival, and I was even thinking about doing because I got super inspired by your free hugs thing, and I think about doing something like that. But instead, like I have been developing this like I, I'm super into energy healing and Reiki, but I'm I can do this thing where I like connect with people's heart centers and get people's hearts to open up. So I was thinking about doing like free heart healing and like a, and then have people come by and I'll just like give little mini like Reiki heart healing sessions that it's my own little thing that I created and then videotaping it and like posting out on the internet so that cool. I don't know something something similar to what you're doing but it's just I get all these ideas all the time and yeah. <laughs> it's which ones I want to act on <laughs> but yeah I'm myself hearing, so maybe stay tuned for that That's, yeah. No, I'm I'm really excited to to hear that, and and again, you know, like just re reiterating part of the vision for this project is literally like, yeah, like taking in that role of a journalist, 
a gonzo journalist and a gonzo journalist just means like someone who incorporates their own personal experience into the story um, but again you know like it's something that takes practice and it's something that you know when you're doing this is from my own experience um, a lot of people will talk about like be like oh like you can either be experiencing what you're experiencing or you can be like behind the camera and not experiencing it and it's about really finding a balance so like first and foremost especially since this is your first festival don't be too concerned about like things with the bat. Like, really give yourself time and permission to sink into the experience. Understand what it is for you, even, like, before you take out the camera. Like, you know, like, you might you might want a bit of, like, put it away for, like, 24 hours, at least, you know, and then just, like, really allow yourself to be there for what you need to be there for. And, um, yeah, because, I mean, you know, like, with, with like, Quest journals through the website. Even even just having pictures and text is is a great way to create an article out of it. Um, sometimes videos can be like a little like overwhelming with the concept and everything. But sometimes, yeah, you can just take random pictures and and yeah, like that's like a great way to be able to tell a story as well. So um, yeah, yeah. But I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to being able to just like hear back next time we do a broadcast and, and you'll be able to even just through the broadcast you'll be able to share a little bit about like how things went and and you, you'll, you'll run into people that I know like there's a lot of people who from like the Journey to Lucidity movies and Lucidity Festival who are going to Lightning in a Bottle so it will be I ended up seeing a guy in one of your videos and I knew him like I called mm. Periscope he's like uh, Nathaniel I was like oh <laughs> Nathaniel Solis yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. It's so it's so funny how synchronistic things like that. Like I don't even they just happen now. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Cool. Well, that's super exciting, Ashley. So, thanks for letting us know about that. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, um, I, I just want to be able to take a moment here. We we have a, another new player who who has joined the game, and he actually joined a few minutes ago, and uh, that that is Gary. So. Gary, uh, hello and, and welcome Welcome to the team hangout here. If you'd like to unmute yourself, please feel free and you can test your microphone. <clears throat> yes, uh, hello and uh, thank you very much for your welcome. It's uh, wonderful to actually sit in on my first session. You know, it's amazing how things happen. I've only just found out about what you're all up to <clears throat> in the northern hemisphere of the world. And um, on Facebook, something came up on my Facebook page. I thought, my gosh, I've got to look at this. So I'm an observer at this stage to see what's going on. I'm already making notes, and I just love the terminology, and I just love the name of transformational uh, festivals and events and things like that, which I'm involved uh, with um, directly and indirectly in New Zealand, where I live. So it's wonderful to have this connection. So uh, thank you very much for allowing me to um, be an onlooker and perhaps a, a participant. Well, thank you very much for, for tuning in from all the way in New Zealand. It's, it's great to have that worldwide connection happening here. And um, yeah. yeah, please, uh, Gary, like within, uh, as we were going around the circle earlier and everything, we were doing uh, brief introductions and, and people were just saying, you know, who they are, where they're from, some of the things they're interested in, and how they're helping shift consciousness where they are, be it through uh, community involvement, be it through creation of art, be it through personal studies. Um, so I'd, I'd like to be able to just pass the talking stick off to you if you want to just tell us a little bit more about uh, who, who you are. Okay, my name is, uh, is Gary Cook, and um, as you can see by the color of my hair, I'm sort of getting on a bit in years, but uh, 
being there and um, lovely to hear you talking about journalism in the, in the truest of senses. I was a, a journalist for many, many years, a photojournalist, so I've been a filmmaker and a documentary maker in a very, very small world here in New Zealand. Um, I've written a number of books um, on things pertaining to this land, uh, mostly to do, uh, my main aim in life at the moment is to help people to um, reconnect with nature, not that we're ever disconnected, but to reconnect with nature and the natural order of which humans are very much a part of, but so often in our busy life and our busy days we, we overlook certain things and we bypass certain things. Um, so <clears throat> I made a documentary about three years ago looking at um, what we call the fairy folk of the forest in New Zealand. I have a great interest in the what I call the unseen worlds, the worlds which are alongside us, which we don't always see and we may be aware of mm -hmm. and, we, and we may be quite fascinated by. Uh, I also currently, um, I'm the sort of person that, that dives into all these sort of wonderful things and, and carries on. Everything is associated and everything is complementary uh, to everything else that I do. And at the moment I have a device um, where I'm experimenting and doing a lot of good work, I feel, with what we call music of the plants. This device allows me to hook up to trees and plants and giving them an instrument, allowing them to play music. So this is another big thing. It's part of my ventures into the world of nature. And now uh, my passion at the moment, of course, as I said, is to just look at um, where we stand uh, on the planet at this stage uh, in connection with every other living thing, every other living being on the planet, as I said, seen and unseen, and also every other living thing. Living thing, even if it's the rock standing on the hill by where you live, it's a living thing. But looking as I am now, looking at trees and plants, whether they are, are house plants or whether they are trees in the forest or trees out in the garden. So um, that's my, my passion at the moment. I guess that um, if I sort of went back over my 77 years of life, um, there'd be so many other passions I could talk about. But I'm just talking about where I am at the moment. And that's what prompted me to have a look in there and just sit in and um, see what you uh, are talking about and uh, where your aspirations lie. So, so far, and what little I've read um, uh, about your organization and what you've set up, I just love what's going on. And uh, it really is very heartening to me because I'm seeing a lot of young faces. And often I talk to uh, people in New Zealand here um, and we you know, have workshops and things and um, facilitate. And so often, um, when we do these events, and particularly at the festivals, we have so many young people come along, children from four to five years of age, up to 12 years of age, teenagers, young 20s and things like this. And I'm often saying, or often saying, you know, um, that we've got to reach out to more and more young people and share what little wisdom we've accumulated over our lifetime. So there we are. That's me in a um, bit of a thumbnail sketch. Well, <clears throat> Gary, thank you so much for, for tuning in. And um, I, ha I have to ask, um, I, you, you didn't see, you weren't tuned into the broadcast before you joined, did you? Like you, you Sorry? only, you weren't, you weren't tuned into the broadcast prior to joining, were you? Like you only, you no, didn't see no, the beginning I, of the broadcast? Because I, I, I we, because um, we, I was just going to say, there's, there's a, there's a beautiful synchronicity I'm, there. I'm, I'm, yeah. Technically, I'm, I'm sometimes a bit behind things or a bit presumptuous, so I just pressed a few buttons here and there. 
and uh, on my iPad, and I thought, well, this is going somewhere, so I hopped onto my oh. laptop, and here I am sitting in with um, your little group here, which um, thank you for allowing me <laughs> that space. <laughs> well, well, I was going to say, um, yeah. Yeah. thank you for being here, and, and um, you know, for, for people who have already been listening to this broadcast, they, they already know what I'm going to say, but it's a very nice synchronicity, because we spent about the first, um, like, uh, about like at least a half hour within this broadcast already, already talking about uh, the fairy folk. And, and, and connection to the fairy folk and, and sort of like this resurgence of the idea and um, it, it, first of all the idea that like there, there's, there's a realness to them from like a metaphysical hyperdimensional perspective and the idea that you know like there's actual culture to them and there's communities and, and they're actually quite human like us in a lot of ways we just don't see them in the same sense but um, a very particular idea and, and I'd love to be able to even explore this topic a little bit more while you're here was this sort of new, uh, at least for, for myself, since uh, I wrote a quest journal about it within the website, um, uh, about the, it, it, specifically this topic, about um, myself sort of connecting with the idea of myself being uh, an elf-human hybrid. And um, uh, Gary, and just to point out, like, that's like also like from like my like elf ear that I have there, um, which for me was like, was sort of, uh, like, long story short, within the journal, I connected it to this idea of, like, that was, like, left as a clue for me to open up to the idea of, and this is the the new idea, of some of us within this lifetime actually um, considering the idea that in a past lifetime within the theme of reincarnation that some of us actually would have lived as fairy folk. Um, you know, to, not to say that reincarnation is something where it's like you only reincarnate as human time and time again. It's like, you know, like some of us would have been animals, some of us would have been extraterrestrials, quote unquote, and some of us would have been fairy folk uh, within, you know, at least that's what we refer to them. So um, for me, it was sort of opening up to this idea where like I hadn't really clicked into it before to say that, you know, like maybe that's something that happened, and and for me it it really touched into a deep place to say like yes I can see myself having lived as a fairy folk, and then this time around I'm just like choosing to be here in this physical dimension. But have have you ever heard people talk about that within your studies? People talk about like having been fairy folk within past lives, and and now they're here as 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 physical humans within this 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 incarnation. Has that has that been a topic that's been within hmm. your studies? It certainly has. <clears throat> with a couple of uh, ladies in particular in this country where I live, quite deep talks of the fact, the fact that they are fairy folk and um, they have um, incarnated, as you say, in, in more of a human form this time around. But I also think, too, that if there was um, a coming together between the fairy folk and humans as such, if we want to look at the separation there, if this did happen, <clears throat> this would still be within our DNA. This is still part of our um, our inheritance, our DNA inheritance. So this is why I think some people are more comfortable with these notions because it's already sitting there. Okay, and then what will you know sort of inspire someone to look further or to to, to question is when an event occurs, and um, this is what happened to me uh, many many years ago. Not so much seeing things, but hearing. So I hear these people from the other realms so often. I don't see them and it's not important that I do. Even though I set out with my documentary to go into forests in New Zealand at night time with a film crew and see what we could film, it doesn't quite work that way. So um, incidentally, you may be interested too, uh, I joined an organization uh, based in England um, two years ago called the Fairy Investigation Society. Look them up on the web. 
there's something going on right around the world at the moment which is fascinating. They're actually holding virtually a, a worldwide census on people who have had physical encounters or encounters of any sort and they want information. So they're getting together, I think so far they've had somewhere between four or five hundred reports have come in based on reports they've collected over the last 70 years. So there's just a resurging interest because the ancient stories tell us, which I find fascinating, is that when humans came into being on this planet, the fairies were here. And it was the fairies who taught humans how to live on this incredible planet that we live on now. Humans, of course, brought other things with them when they came into being, other abilities and other powers. And then over a long period of time, of course, there came, there came a separation. And then some people say that um, the, the final separation between fairy and, um, and humans took place at the beginning of the Industrial Age. It was just too much. It was fire and iron and steam and coal and smoke and <clears throat> separation. Now, some people are saying that we have moved into the technological age, and because we are now reaching out into other areas through technology, the fairies are there waiting, awaiting our response. Uh, I think there is a desire now to actually bring about these uh, age-old connections again. So that's what I find so exciting. And in my music uh, of the plants, I'm well aware that when I'm... Um, listening uh, to a plant. I might be sitting in the forest here at home listening and uh, I'm well aware that the elemental beings, the plant elementals, also have a bearing on what the plant is singing or playing at the time. So there we are. I hope that answers a little of, of your question there. A bit of a ramble, sorry. Well, that was that's great. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's there's more there to to be able to. I would happily listen to, um, especially since you spent so much time doing doing this research and 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 you said like um, are the, you you've made documentaries about the fairy folk. Is, are these are these yeah, available? No, 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 are these something that we can... yeah, it's um, it's it's available. I think it's not up on YouTube. Um, I, I think it's available to download. Okay. You know, as as an MP4. Okay. And it's just called, um, quite simply, uh, Voices from the Forest. Uh, if anyone you know, wants to have a look at it sometime, they look at a trailer or something. So, um, no, it was an, an, a very interesting thing to do because we were stepping outside certain paradigms, okay, and also we were... Um, uh, what we gained uh, a, a lot of um, good information to base this on from talking to the indigenous people of this land the Māori people who've lived here for countless generations, and talking to people that the fairy folk or the patupai adehi, as they call them in this land, have always figured in their lives. They've always been there. It's just the fact that um, um, they're there, they're comfortable with it. Some are a little apprehensive about something which may be a bit spooky, but most of them, of course, that I've spoken to, I, I've collected a lot of uh, anecdotal stories um, over the last um, 10 years from people. That's what headed me in this direction. And most of the stories that I've, I've received from people have people, people who live in the land, people who are farmers and even people who are hunters. So people who are out in the forests and out in the land and often away from the cities and towns. And this is where they have their encounters. And they're having physical encounters. We or they see them and the, um, the fairies actually see them as well. So it's quite intriguing. Um, 
And some uh, some people say that the events are repeated, um, often with little fairy beings that look uh, much the same uh, every time they see them. So, no, it's it's incredible actually. That there's a lot going on in those realms, and also where you live in the northern hemisphere, there's, there's a lot coming out of those hemispheres too. And I mean, there are links obviously into the areas of uh, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, what have you. I mean, it's just a whole big world out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the the whole thing for me, it really just goes back to this idea of people opening up to the idea of this multidimensional reality. And and again, to understand that like we fit into that very very innately, very very intimately, because we are multidimensional beings as well. And and whether we're talking about dreaming, whether we're talking about like the soul incarnate, you know, existing beyond our incarnations and everything like that, um, it's 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 really interesting again for you to be here and for for myself to suddenly sort of it, not just myself but it seems that like in more places at once consciousness itself is starting to come back to these ideas of the fairy folk like for for whatever reason and um, I I feel like <clears throat> I feel like there's there's probably got to like I'm I'm just like waiting for like Hollywood to like come out with like a new movie specifically about this or maybe it's already happened or something like that because you know again like it's 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 something that you know, like why, why, why is it coming up? You know, what is it, what is it opening us up to? And again, like with the fairy folk, quite simply, like they are the ones that are reminding us of our connections to nature. They are the ones that are reminding us of our connections to, to like the magic of this reality, and and also like our potential within it to 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 connect with it, and to create within the idea of like seeing life in everything, and 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 having like respect for for our relationship between ourselves and our environments, and and so I mean, like that is where. I feel like for 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 people such as ourselves who are who are journalists and 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 conscious media creators, like I feel like that's part of our 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 mission, our objective, if we choose to, is to be able to like be an ambassador for the message that the fairy folk want to pass on to the people. You know, like what are the what are they trying to teach us? What do they want us humans to do? Because, you know, like we're so you know it's 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 obvious that the humans have sort of like quote unquote like lost their ways but it's still a part of the journey it's still a part of the quest like it's it's this process of like going through like you know like remembering and forgetting remembering and forgetting it's it's the yuga cycle yeah. um so i mean it's all quite natural it's nothing to be upset about but it's something to be very excited about um because because we have forgotten now we're in this process where we are remembering and there's an objective to this where where we can say like okay how do we assist with this how do we help more people to remember and um, yeah you know like I, I've I've heard some stories from friends who and they've talked about um, like accounts of, of fairy folk stories and and I'll just share a, a quick one um, real quick right here and um, sorry Gary I'll, I'll just ask uh, if you can just mute yourself when when you're not talking just uh, there's just a little bit of a hum if you don't mind and then open up your microphone again um, or I'll just meet you real quick. Um, what, what, I, what I was saying, though, uh, so here, here's just a quick story of, of Fairy Folk Encounter. Um, and this is from uh, uh, one of the islands in Vancouver. And uh, basically, um, long story short, there is a friend of mine, and this was a story that was passed on to her. But there was um, a bunch of people, and uh, they were having, like, a party on one of the islands. And there was, like, a bunch of parents, and they were sort of, like, doing their own thing, having a couple drinks. And then there were a few kids, and then there was a daughter of one of the women. And then this daughter, who was, like, you know, pretty in tune with nature and everything, she just decided to wander off on her own one time. And then when she, like, wandered off on her own, 
this is like again, you know, sort of the story told from the like from multiple perspectives, but pieced together to make a coherent story with what I'm telling it right now. But basically, the little girl, as she was like walking through the forest, she like saw like a pathway that like looked like like a little archway that was designed for like a small human and then she sort of like followed through it and she followed on this pathway and then eventually she stumbled upon what she recognized as like a wedding for like fairy folk like for like gnomes or something like they were having like a ceremony and stuff like that and then so like she saw this and she experienced this and then she came back and she told her parents about that and then when she told her parents about that there were other people within the group and when that happened their jaws dropped because this wasn't this girl wasn't the first person who had who had mentioned accounts of running into fairy folk. They 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 were like they're like no like there's other people who have talked about this who have said similar things within the same space. So again you know and this goes back to what Jack was saying that like the the children uh, because they don't have the filters of society and, and and such and so forth that we naturally sort of put on ourselves as we grow up they're naturally sort of like in tune with those frequencies that allow them to see the these other entities and and so I mean that for me is a very interesting idea because that opens up to the idea that any of us could potentially be able to to see and to potentially encounter and and again you know like even I like what you're saying with like how this ties in with Sasquatch you're right like from my understanding or at least my best guess is Sasquatch um, is like a multi-dimensional being and Sasquatch is like actually this like very intelligent sentient being who can kind of phase in and out of dimension. And then there's, I'll just share a quick story and then I'll open up the microphone for anybody else who wants to jump in on, on this topic that we got here. But there's topics of like in the past where people have actually captured Sasquatches and put them like in a in like a prison or like a jail cell. But then the Sasquatch would literally just walk out of the jail cell because it could like walk through walls. Like it, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't confine to like the physical matter in the same way we did. So it was actually like in the jail cell, like sort of by choice to like sort of like show the humans itself and then when it wanted to it just kind of like walked away and so like that's kind of this thing is that like Sasquatch only like sees itself when it when it wants to be seen which is why it's so very rarely seen or it's like oftentimes just like purely by accident and that's where we get like those like very you know peculiar camera footages and stuff like that but but again you know like whether it be Sasquatch or whether it be fairy folk um, that it's pointing more and more towards this idea that this isn't just fantasy, this isn't just fiction. Like these are actual intelligences and actual entities who are we are living alongside with, and we have the potential to learn from as well. So like, what happens when we say to the universe, like, hey, like I'm open to this, like I'm open to being able to communicate, and it's just, just like. You know, it's 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 very exciting because you know, like suddenly it just opens up this idea of of this lifetime being something incredibly magical and being something to be incredibly excited about as well, and, and also, um, you know, like something to get very curious uh, about as well. And very, it's very mysterious, but you know, a lot of people are just like be like, oh, you know, that's just fantasy, but it's just like, or is it? It's one of those things where some people will say like, oh, you have to believe it. Or you have to see it in order to believe it, but maybe it's the other way around. Maybe you have to believe it in order to see it. So I'll just say that. But um, if anybody else wants to add in on this, we'll talk about this for a little bit more. It's it's an, it's a fascinating topic, I know. So um, Gary, if you if you had anything you want to say, feel free. Or if anybody else wants to jump in, um, send, uh, Gary, did you want to unmute? 
Yep, go ahead. Just um, just to recap on, on, on a couple of things that you said, which is just wonderful. You see, quantum physicists are now saying that in the biosphere of this planet, there are so many other areas of life and realities living right alongside us. And the messages that I am interpreting that are coming through, uh, which are unspoken virtually uh, from the fairy realms, they are concerned with what is happening within the biosphere of the planet at the moment because they share the same biosphere. And this makes me wonder, do they share um, the same foods? Do they share the same waters? Do they breathe the same air? How close to us are they? And so is there concern? And um, I think there is a need you know, for serious dialogue here at some stage with the right people. This will open up, I know. It's just at, at the early stages because the separation happened over a long, long period of time gradually, gradually, and then suddenly the Industrial Revolution, that was just a bit too much. But now, if they're coming back, and I mean, it's obvious that in the technological age, you know, with um, with cameras and digital cameras and things like this and apparatus we have, um, people are picking up images. There's little things being posted uh, here and there on the internet. So it is, and there's more and more of an awareness, and it's so interesting, though, when I would sit with a group of people, say, giving one of my talks, as I do throughout the year. And um, I'll ask people to share stories with me. Where, what is your experience? And the number of people, men and women, uh, who did have a childhood experience or something even more recently in their grown-up years. So it's there, and it's just so tantalizing. So close, but I, I, I don't... I don't think we can precipitate anything. We just have to, as you are saying, open ourselves up to it. And then we'll see, we'll hear, and then perhaps a dialogue uh, can happen. Okay. Great. That's it for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And um, uh, Jack actually found a, a link to um, your, your video on YouTube. But it's, it's a preview of it, and it's actually available through the, the Guy oh, MTV right. website. So. Yeah, so, yeah, and, and within, within, I within think, the... I uh, think uh, Guy M. TV as well, yeah, as, as yes. a download, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's, uh, if, if, if anybody's interested in that, yeah, you can just run a YouTube search on Voices oh, from the Forest, cool. and uh, you, you can rent it for, for $4.99 through the Guy MTV, so I, I yeah, I, I'm excited to, to watch that, like, just from the preview, it, it looks like it's, uh, okay. you know, very well done, and and um, just uh, curious, how, how long was that shot over, like, how long were you working on that project for? Well, look, not very long at all. We were just a, a tight team. Uh, myself, as the uh, in, initiated the whole thing, uh, the cameraman, who dubbed and doing the sound as well, and we had a producer and a director. And we just spent one month traveling to various locations, interviewing people, and um, then, of course, as you know, it was the uh, was post editing that uh, took the time, of course. Uh, as it does, but um, actually getting out and, and shooting the footage was uh, a lot of fun and very easy to do, as you know. We can all get out there with our cameras, as I heard um, the young lady there talking before, you know, about filming. And, uh, and also I like what you said. And I often say this to people when they're moving into uh, a new place for the first time, a new area, and particularly in this land, into, into a sacred place, is to... Um, Put your camera away and just hide it away somewhere. Orientate yourself 
with the environment, to sit there, talk to the trees, listen to the birds singing, just lay down on the grass. Then you can get up and take your photographs. Then I always say to folk, and for goodness sake, uh, if you are in a new area and it's very exciting for you, take heaps of photographs. I mean, and then put the camera away again because you can then look at your photographs or your film footage at home on your big screen. And so often uh, in still photographs, this is where you see something that you didn't see with the naked eye. And it may be, it may appear just with shadow and light, like a little face peering out through the leaves and, uh, of the forest or something like that, or something moving that you didn't see with the naked eye. So with photography, I found it over the years, get in, get the job done, and then put the camera away, or give yourself time, as you said earlier, to um, get the feel from the environment. Yeah, and um, the, the idea of being able to film some of these encounters, I feel, is sort of like part of the new frontier. Is like what happens when we start to get the quote-unquote evidence to the point where people are no longer able to just ignore it or no longer just be able to say like, oh, well, that's fake and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, I, I feel like it's a very interesting thing. Uh, thing that that we're sort of opening up into this idea of like you know like everything is everything is light everything is a being of light and cameras their job is to pick up light and sometimes like our eyes don't always see everything that's in front of us so um cameras in whatever way and sometimes it's not even new cameras sometimes it actually works better with older cameras because of their models and stuff like that um i was actually just going to i mean on this topic uh, just because you know I'm, I'm it's a topic that fascinates me and, and again i feel it's like a huge piece of the puzzle uh, i just wanted to try doing a screen share real quick of a video that i actually have of uh, some some entities from from back in the day that i filmed and i'm just going to screen share this with you guys real quick um, th this this was something that I, that I filmed, um, and and this is like more sort of like like orbs or something like that. But but go ahead. So like you guys, I know it's a little bit glitchy and stuff right there, but you, you would have just seen um, a, a couple of them. So yeah. So I mean, you, you guys you guys can kind of see in the playback. Um, so those things. You see you see see what I'm showing you in my video. Ah uh, uh, yes yeah. So listen, I can pass. Oh, that's yeah, so I mean, it gets into the concept of like you know people are calling them orbs and stuff like that. But I mean, for it, it, it like I that's would, um, any theories? I'd I love, you know, I'd, I'd love to send you a, a clip that I've got where I uh, was in a forest area at, at dusk and I filmed something not dissimilar to that, which is fascinating, mm -hmm. which was just the uh, little streaks of light and they were jumping all over the place in front of the camera, and I was just doing it on an ordinary um, video camera. Yeah, as you say, uh, and um, if we are using the technology, um, you never know what's going to happen and what you're going to capture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So even uh, it's interesting here because like within the video, uh, there's sort of a context for it. And if anybody you know listens to the audio of this, I'll post a link into the show notes. But you can look up uh, look up un uh, quasi-dimensional entities. And it's the first video that will show up on YouTube, and it's like it, it's 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 the most watched video on my YouTube channel with over one hundred and thirty-seven thousand views. But um, God, but, but, I should put my film up too. Yeah, yeah within uh, and like within this experience, I even have some on-screen commentary where like like I turn around, like because like I didn't see them in the moment, but then like you see me in the footage and I turn around and I just uh, say how it's like kind of like intuitive and stuff and the, and people are just like you know like is it bugs or what but like you sort of like see like a pattern to them and 
what also sort of um, opens uh, what another another concept that sort of pieces together the, this whole theory, this whole idea, this whole perspective, um, is also something that goes into like the the realms of like the shaman perspective. And one of the ideas is that. Um, you know, the, in this case here, they're like these like little orbs of light, and they kind of like follow people. And some some studies, like well, some like legends and everything, they'll talk about how like every single person actually has like these little beings of light, which each one is like its own intelligence, its own entity, and they literally follow humans, like they stay with them, like that's kind of like their like job. They're kind of like guardians or protectors or just like uh, you know like symbiotic relationship with them and any person can have between you know like 10 and like 100 around them at any time and then they will say that like the shamans who are really in tune with nature and stuff like that like they will literally have like hundreds that are that are just constantly around them so it's almost as like they're like almost like hyperdimensional insects that are attracted to our energy in some way but I don't want to just but but calling them that almost sounds like it's just like discrediting uh, what they actually are. Um, but but again, you know, like this was this was me filming footage of me doing exercise in a gym, uh, or sorry, not in a gym, in a park. And in the moment, I was like really sort of in tune. I was sort of you know like focusing and everything like that. I wasn't trying to film these, and yet they showed up on camera. So for me, there's also this correlation of them showing up with me um, being in like a meditative state and me sort of being like in like this like mindful pure state sort of thing. And, and it's kind of one of those things that's like they'll, they'll show up when, when you're not looking for them. So like sometimes if you like go out and try and film them, like it won't work. It's like sometimes you just got to like set up a camera and like walk away and, and sort of forget why you yeah. put it there and then let them yeah. come to you and let them like leave a little message or whatever but but yeah like you know these these little objects captured on a film they're just like streaks of light a lot of people just be like oh they're just bugs and stuff like that and that's the thing like i don't have the answer but based on my own ideas and everything like that i'd say it's possible that they are definitely not bugs and then if that's the case what are they dot 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 and again you know that's where the conversation continues so but anyways, I just wanted to share that with you guys. So, no, th thanks yeah. for that. It's, um, it's interesting too because when you're saying about um, a be a little beings of light following people around, um, in my research I have found <clears throat> there is a, a deep school of thought: the fact that humans, as well as all mammals and all living things on the planet, including the plants and the trees, we all have an elemental being with us. We all have our own elemental beings. We can understand elemental beings uh, in the context of plants and flowers and things like this. So um, we have a guardian fairy. Um, <clears throat> we've heard of guardian angels. I believe that we also have a, a, a fairy that is always with us. And I think I've yet to you know, further my research on this is that we also have elemental beings that help to um, tend us and look after our... Um, physical and uh, emotional welfare. There we are. Yeah, I'd like to share a little bit if possible. Um, from the indigo perspective, I'd like to share that indigo ray with you guys. Um, every single being that is projecting their consciousness and viewing other reality constructs creates what we see as an orb. This orb is actually their electromagnetic field in their Merkaba. 
this spinning counterclockwise, and it creates that orb that we can see through our third eye, sometimes even picking it up through cameras and different technology. There have been light workers that have actually been able to go into meditation to remote view different areas. And at, at those certain areas, there were cameras set up that are known to be able to capture orbs. And they were actually able to capture the orbs of the light workers projecting their own consciousness into that area. So this is something that is within the entire, all the different levels of, of the, um, the dimensions. This is something universal that all beings in all dimensions are able to do if they can connect themselves to that. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was I gonna say a moment ago? Yeah. Like I. Um. Thanks, Jack. Uh. Yeah. Like going going back uh, something that Gary said earlier that that really struck a chord with me is the idea of reminding ourselves that you're right. Like this Earth is not just ours, and we as humans we're so stuck in our egocentric view that we literally think like this is just about us. You know, like like we're here, we're the conscious ones. It's just us and everything like that. But hardly do we talk about the idea that our actions are actually affecting the the lives, quote unquote, of other entities, both physical and you know, like extra dimensional, so to speak. So, um, yeah, like I think that's an interesting perspective what Gary put forth, the idea that if that's the case, then the fairy folk in, in every right mind of the way, you can presume that they would be concerned about the well-being of the planet as much as we are. And that's why, like, now, perhaps, like, as we move through this conscious shift as the veils become thinner, as people begin to awaken, that they're beginning to, like, make contact with us. Us, and they're beginning to pass on their knowledge, and they're beginning to like remind us of like how we can make a difference. And and again, you know, whether it be through like physical encounters, whether it be through experiences with psychedelics, which was something that we touched upon earlier, whether it be through you know shamanic plant ceremonies and and even just shamanic drumming ceremonies or anything like that, and whether it be through dreams, all of these are sort of ways for us to begin to explore like the opportunities for for just like how to communicate and how to how to how to expand our concept of what communication uh, even is within this reality so um, yeah I mean you know like we're like we're still like we're still like in terms of humans in terms of like awakening up to our our, our incredible cosmic divinity we're, we're still like in kindergarten in a lot of ways and, and, and we're just like slowly beginning to to to, to remember and and I feel like the fairy folk like they're here to remember in, in a way. So um, if we choose to listen. So yeah, you know, I just encourage anybody listening to this to just keep that in mind, you know, don't don't just push this stuff right off the table. Don't just think it's crazy and, and just like see it, it, ask your own questions. See see what see what comes up through through you asking questions because there's definitely more there. Gary, did you wanna Yeah <clears throat> just um, a point there when you said um, the time to remember and this is a key phrase I use when I'm, I'm talking to groups of people. It is now the time to remember because we know all this. It's there. Okay, we've just forgotten. Okay, and we can remember. And that's why we come together as we are now. You see, look what's happening. We're all remembering, aren't we? Yeah, it's just wonderful. Yep, the time to remember. <laughs> I've not Very forgotten. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs>
Yeah. And then again, even the word like remember, you know, member, membership, union. So yeah, that remember become yeah. yeah. Yeah, to become whole again. So to remind ourselves that we already are whole. So yeah, yeah, no. So, I mean, again, you know, I kind of said um, earlier, Gary, but, like, the idea of, like, uh, more of us becoming in tune with our inner elf, uh, our, our inner self sort of thing, you know. Like, I don't think it's a coincidence that the word self has the word elf in it because, like, throughout our language, there's always been these these clues that have been placed for us to remind us and just be like, be like oh, yeah, like, yourself, you're an elf. Like the, it's hidden in plain sight, so don't don't forget that. But again, you know, just like what does that mean to you? That's that's the important thing. So, yeah, it it makes me curious, you know, just like opening up to these ideas, um, you know, like going back to concepts of like Merlin and stuff like that. You know, like if Merlin was a real person, what would he have known about this? Or just like what would the relationships have been like back in the day? Um, you know, before technology was around in the same way. And I, I just feel like there there probably was more common interaction, and and even and even still in some cultures it's still very rich. Um, you know, in in Iceland, uh, their connection with the fairy folk is still very prominent throughout their culture as well. It still lives on. It's only within like North American culture that it's just like within Disney movies. Yet even still, the fact that it's in Disney movies sort of shows that you know it's it's that is how we are remembering. So through through fairy tales and through stories. Um, hey Brendan, so, uh, Jack. Okay, J Jack and Gary. Yep, go ahead. Do you mind if I interject there? Yeah. Um, when you talked about technology, this is something I kind of wanted to talk about in this meeting tonight. Um, we have to understand as humans that we have the innate ability to be able to telepathically connect with each other. Now, right around the time that we're going through this procession of the equinox and we're starting to develop these telepathic abilities to be able to communicate like this, all of a sudden, here come cell phones. Here we go. Do we need to actually develop our abilities to use telepathy if there's not a need for it? No, we don't. We can just sit there and use this phone here and, hey, call somebody up, you know? So we also have to realize that technology is very beneficial. It can help us. It's like a tool. But we also have to understand that we got to make sure that these tools don't take away some of our innate abilities to be able to do the things that we can naturally do spiritually. Yeah, definitely, I agree. That's like, I mean, there's there's a there's a lot there to branch off of as well. But yeah, that's a good that's a good point, Jack. Yeah, do do, do fairies use cell phones? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to get one on the air and ask them sometimes. So, yeah, Gary, did you um you, did you have a point? From before? No, no, no. I'm fine. No, I'm just uh, going to sit back and enjoy the rest of this now. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, like even without with, within our culture and stuff like that, you know, like like even just Lord of the Rings and, and all those fantasy things and stuff, like it's it's there. Like it, it's it's within ourselves. It's coming through our stories, and, and we're attracted to all these stories for a reason, you know. And it's because we're seeing ourselves in them, and and it's okay if we recognize them first as, as fantastical. And and for some people, they always will just be something for a fantastical. But for some of us, for those who who are sort of like that's part of their path, perhaps it won't just be something fantasy. 
I don't even think the word fantasy is the right word. Like, I don't think fantasy is like it, it is to distinguish like real and not real. I, I feel like there needs to be like another word for us to sort of use. Um, even the word. Um, this is just going back to the language thing and, and something I'll just put out there. Um, uh, maybe Gary hasn't heard it before, but you know, we're talking about like fairies and humans, fairies and humans, elves and humans, 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 and we're using the term human to describe us. I, I don't feel like that's the best word to describe us because to me, the word human literally really refers to everything because the woman as again breaking it down to like the symbolism within the word is hues of mana mana being the magic of this world and human being the many colors of the magic so elves are human we're human animals are human insects are humans like what is not human if you're thinking about it that way way yet for some reason we chose that word for ourselves so I mean I, it, as this conversation evolves I feel like we need to pick another word for like what we are within this density or something cause, well, well what I don't hue know. are you man what's your hue, hue? <laughs> what's your hue man <laughs> exactly <laughs> I love that spectrum yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's something that that will evolve like into the future as we shift our language and our paradigms a little bit more. Maybe we'll figure it out or something. Yeah, yeah. I'd be curious to even like know like where like the origins of like the word like fairy and elves and dwarves like where like what those actually refer to or something like that. I, that's interesting. But even you know again you know like um mentioned the topic of elementals and stuff like that. Like, oftentimes, we, like, we've been talking so far sort of about, like, North American culture and European culture and, and even Australia and New Zealand and everything like that. But you look at, like, cultures in Asia, and, and they openly talk about the idea of elementals. They talk about how everything has a spirit. They talk about, you know, there's a spirit for the lake, there's a spirit for that tree, there's a spirit for that rock, and there's, like, no limit to the spirits. There's there's sort of, like, little spirits, and then there's, like, bigger spirits, and there's groups of spirits. But, it, again, it's, it's something that throughout this day and age is sort of, like, faded into the concept of myth, yet back in the day it was talked about in a very real and a very serious way and, and so we, we just need to keep that in mind that this isn't something new, this is something old. So, um, Ashley, you open your mic. Did you want to jump in? The, um, yeah, and sorry. <laughs> uh, go, go ahead, Ashley, yeah, and then Gary. Um, unicorns and mermaids too. And I just, I think it's funny how people love, they eat these concepts up because I think from some sort of cellular level they just remember and it's more of like a remembering rather than just fantasy, you know and and it's crazy how like even dragons like across all different cultures like somehow they're there, you know, they exist and I think it even goes deeper, I think that like elves and some types of those races are like ET or other dimensional, like, well, yeah, that's what we're talking about, but, like, I think Pleiadians, I think that a type, a group of Pleiadians are elves, and elves are a group mm. of Pleiadians. I don't know why. It's interesting how, like, that was something I was yeah. just talking about, too, and then we start talking about all this stuff. And... Yeah, that's a good point, because, like, oftentimes when we look at images of, like, Pleiadians and star nations, they look very elven. In, in in a way, and and again, you know, like it's just, yeah. Um, I just want to say, like, on the topic of of unicorns, unicorns like are so freaking magical, and sometimes people overlook this, but like the unicorn's horn is literally like representation of like the extension of the third eye. 
you know so it's like it's like the awareness of the third eye literally manifesting through physical form coming out of their being and stuff like that so I mean that's yeah again like that's were, were unicorns real um, in some ways I would say like why why couldn't they be like there's, there's no reason to think that unicorns couldn't be real they just aren't around anymore but again maybe they are around and maybe they're just like not in this dimension or something like that but that alludes to the idea that if that's the case and they're like freaking intelligent and have and like see, see that's the thing that we don't really get into is like what like because it's not within our reality but it's this idea of like being able to shift dimensions that seems to be something that us humans just like haven't really incorporated into our experience yet that seems to be uh, what makes this experience unique it seems to be a part of our amnesia it's just like alright if you want to play the game as human then you have to like take away your ability to shift through dimensions but like you still can you still can you can shift your perception through dimensions sort of thing but again like it, there's I'm not saying it's like black and white because I think we do shift through dimensions whether it be through dreaming and again like whether it be through other experiences when you start getting into like like the medicines and stuff, um, and yeah, and, and same with dragons. Like, who's who's to say dragons are actually extinct? Maybe they're just like phased out, like in, in another dimension. But again, like if, that, if that's the case, it would make sense that you know, like they they chose to shift themselves out of dimension because they knew that like humans were going into a new era where if they remain there, we would have killed them or something like that. They had to like do it for their own protection or something. So, yeah. Speaking speaking of fairies and dragons, well, uh, hello to uh, <laughs> hello to Kyle. How's it going, man? Speaking of light dragons, <laughs> what's going on, man? Hey, dude, welcome to the party. <laughs> what's up? We've been talking a lot about fairies and and all sorts of good stuff, man. Well, uh, Damn to... dude. yeah, yeah, cool, cool. That's well, awesome. Uh, well, um, does anybody, does anybody else have any thoughts on? I mean, I feel like, like yeah, like again, mermaids. Unicorns, dragons, what other like what other creatures are there that we're like overlooking and stuff like that, or and even or even like what we're talking about the Japanese, the Japanese elementals and stuff. What's that called? Gargoyles. Gargoyles. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Well, they're like Roman culture, but they're a positive thing. Hmm. Do you, do you know much about gargoyles, like the concept of gargoyles, or yeah, how they gar- fit into Roman culture? Uh, well, they're protectors. I'm not really sure how they fit into Roman culture. I know it's Roman and Greek, but uh, gargoyles are protectors. They're the little tiny dragon-looking gnarly things, like the weird lizards with the wings. They're hanging on the sides of buildings, like out front on posts. They're very gothic-looking, kind of scary, very scary-looking. You know, they're made to be. But it's because they're protective they scare away and they ward off and uh, said so when you put the statue out you know like bad things are going on and bad people are hanging out and doing stuff like the gargoyle will come to life and yeah take them away and like grab them and fly away up in the sky and it's cool because we had a gargoyle when I was a kid it disappeared you know and Someone probably stole it, but you know, I like to think maybe maybe someone was trying to do something and just took him and flew away. (laughs) It flew away. Yeah. 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 I mean, even even the concept of you know, like, why do we have garden gnomes and stuff like that? Like, garden gnomes are are a cute idea, but are they actually alluding to something? Um, And and again, you know, like we we've, we've touched upon this, but the idea that like in most cases these fairies 
elementals, whatever we want to refer to them as, like in most cases, they would see themselves as like protectors of the lands or like guardians of the lands, guardians of the forest, and everything like that. Yeah, like um, the green man. You know much about the green yeah. man? The green man. What's uh? Go ahead. If you want to tell us a bit about that. The green man is um. In the pagans. You know about the pagans, right? Have you looked into any of that, like? The term specifically of Green Man isn't something I'm directly familiar with, but I imagine it links in with what we're talking about, yeah. It's just like a face in the trees, you know? Like you see it in the leaves and stuff like that. It's just oh. protector of the woods. That's another one. Yeah. There's um there's there's a comment here because I just posted like on my Facebook I'm just like I'm like yeah still talking about fairies on the hangout anyone wants to join tune in and feel free and I like asked people like what they thought it meant and stuff and um and uh, Ben left a comment and he says land spirits or fairies is a topic my spiritual group uh, up near Mount Forest here they really do exist perhaps not in the same space time as us but close enough to impact our world. Folklore teaches us that these beings have dominion over nature and as such must be respected and, and uh, uh, I'm not sure what that word is. Ultimately, I think their lessons are varied and sometimes they aren't here to teach us at all. So, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. You know, like sometimes like they're literally just there having their own experiences. Sometimes they just like cross over into our dimension or we cross over into our dimension and they're just like, whoa, like what the heck? Like how did you see me or something like that? And and like they're literally just like living their own lives and, and maybe they don't want anything to do with us. Like maybe some of them don't actually like humans. Like, you know, like if, if that's yeah, the case, you would assume that true. they have... Yeah, you're very true on that. Some of them yeah, if that's like the case, they... Yeah, if that's the case, you would think that some of them would have like personalities and they would have opinions as as, as well. Um, and this is an interesting thing, uh, you know, because I was thinking about this the other day. People often t talk about like things will disappear within their households and stuff, and some people will 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 associate this with the idea of like other entities. It'll be like be like, oh yeah, like those are the underpant gnomes who like steal your underwear or something. Or that's a South Park reference. But you know, people talk about like how like your crystals will disappear or something. Like maybe that's actually like a part of the the entities where they'll like or they'll take your car keys to play with you and then and then you know you'll be like, where the frig are my car keys? And then they'll like you'll like find them right where you knew you left them but they weren't there ten minutes ago. And you're just like, what the hell is going on? And meanwhile they're just like sitting in another dimension they're just like <laughs> Yeah, and they like have fun with us. They're tricksters, you know, nefarious and sprites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, if I can yeah. intercede on this, like fairies, yeah, but I've connected with them so much, um, and they are tricksters. But they want to let you know that everything came from nature. Like, if they steal a crystal, you gotta realize that this crystal came from nature. Okay? Nobody owns anything when it comes to the fairy's consciousness. Like, it's all a part of what is. Land ownership to them is just like, what? Like, you have your spot and you don't want people to mess with your spot and your territory, but you don't own this. You're gonna, you're humans. You're gonna die and move forward, and it's just an object, and if you get too attached to an object, they will mess with you, and they will they will make it disappear, but usually it always comes back once you relinquish your, you know, attraction or, like, addiction to it. <laughs> but, yeah, I just had to share that. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, Gary, was there anything else? Did you have any thoughts on anything we've been hitting upon? 
No, 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 no. Um, this is this is lovely. I just love the way the um, conversation has drifted along beautifully, <laughs> encompassing all sorts of other possibilities in the unseen world out there. It's this mm -hmm. big. Within this land, the Tuhoi Māori people say that there are 102 different gods and spirits. You were saying before, you know, there's a god for the wind and a god for the trees and a god for the waters. They have 102. But not only do they serve the purpose uh, within the planet, but they also serve the purpose out in the cosmos. So it's a big picture, the interconnectedness. Yeah. And uh, I just love um, when you were talking about Lord of the Rings, of course, uh, it was filmed here in this land, and um, a lot, number of people are now making journeys to various locations of the film within New Zealand. You can actually buy a little guidebook, and something like 120 different locations um, mentioned. And, and people are, are really gaining something deeper by going and visiting film locations, which is incredible. Because I always think that what went on on the film locations, other than the busyness of making a film, and there was <clears throat> the passion and the energy, there were the lines and, and the words which were spoken uh, at that given location. And all these things are recorded forever within nature, within the stones and even within the trees. Because my interest in trees, as I was saying before, they know. You know, humans have five different external senses. Scientists have now told us that trees have 22 different senses. So you can imagine what they know and what they feel and what they understand. Now, dear people, I'm going to have to um, take my leave. I'm sorry. Um, I sort of stepped into this incredible conversation. I'm so excited. I'll be back. <laughs> I don't know how and when, but I'll be in touch on the internet. and. So it's just lovely seeing you all and hearing you all. And thank you for welcoming me into uh, the moderator into uh, this session. It's just been so enjoyable. Oh, so, yeah, I'll no, be back. I, I was, thank, you, thank you so much, Gary. And, and yeah, no, I really look forward to connecting. And, and again, you know, through this project, I'm, I'm more than happy to be able to help share what you've been creating uh, with, with more people just as a, as a beautiful source of information and the source of inspiration as well. So yeah, I, I look forward to chatting. And for people in the community, stay tuned for for more of of, of Gary Gary Cook. So okay, thank you and um, blessings to you all. Thank you again, Gary. Take care. Cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, and then there was four. So um, <laughs> I feel like we are um, we're, we're going to be getting close to, to wrapping up the, the broadcast anyway. So so maybe let's just sort of uh, see what other what other points we, we want to bring into the topic of of conversation that we got going on here. Oh, it looks like a looks like a wild Jimmy uh, has has joined the has joined the game. So. Um, that's 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 pretty cool because Jimmy was just saying how it wasn't working for him. Jimmy, is there is are you, are you there, Jimmy? Is this is this working for you? We'll have to see. We'll have to see if there's a if that's working for him. So, but uh, yeah. Anybody, anybody else? Um, is there any other stuff that we want to talk about in terms of like the fairy folk and everything? I mean, I know we've talked about it a lot. Um, again, you know, like I I like going back to the idea of um being able to uh, approach the dream space as a place where we can connect with the. So, you know, just keep that in the back of your mind is that maybe within the dream space you might, there may be intelligences within your dream space that are of fairy origin. 
who, who you can learn from as, as well. That's that shared space that, that both of us can enter into. Um, but yeah, any other thoughts and comments? Feel free to jump in, guys. Ashley, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, because I'm going to take off here really quick. I'm still super jet-lagged from um, this week. But I actually have a video I'll have to share it with you guys. And I had just kind of invited the fairies into my own magical workings and just my life in general. And I made this video of me, and it's not posted anywhere or anything, but it's talking about my awakening experience. And at 11 minutes, I swear to God, you see this little, like, light flickering around my head. It, like, does a little phew. And I'll have to show you guys, like, at least a little clip of it because I'm pretty sure it's a fairy. But, um, and you can invite, like, the unicorns, the fairies, anyone into your life at any time, and they'll start, like, appearing to you. You just have to give them permission um, especially unicorns, like unicorns want to help, they'll heal you with their, their horn. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just what I found, and super fun stuff. Cool. Um, I was just gonna, sorry, uh, I'll just, I just wanted to say one thing. Oh, sorry, actually, I was going to you as well. Um, I, I was just going to say uh, one thing, uh, what, you, what I was reminded of when you were talking there. Um, the idea of, you know, when we talk about animal totems, we talk about animal spirits, we talk about the teachings of them, you know, like what they represent. So, I mean, we can use that same concept when talking about the fairies. We can we can look at them as teachers, you know, like what is the teachings of of, of the unicorn? What is the teaching? <laughs> I'm saying it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, my spirit animal is Sasquatch. So <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever said that before. But, but yeah, again, you know, like just look at them as teachers uh, within this reality, and yeah. Um, oh, and I was gonna say, Jack, before you jump in, uh, I'd like to end this with a tarot card draw that that we can do soon. So I was gonna propose doing that within the next minute as well. But actually, um, if you're heading out, yeah, you do that whenever. But yeah, Jack, did you want to jump in? Go ahead. Um, when you're talking about spirit animals and stuff, I just wanted to go in a little bit with the Native American understanding. Um, I've been working a lot with the Native Americans and going to sacred ceremonies with them, different uh, sacred spots on the earth, and learning a lot of their wisdom. And they have what's called a sacred bundle. Um, and when that's given to you, it, it, sometimes it can actually uh, just appear from non-physical to physical. I mean, you know, they don't really talk too much about that on a on a more on a public level, but it's very magical, and it really connects you with your past lives as an animal, and that's how um, we can really connect deeper with ourselves. If you've had lives as, let's say, a bear, you're going to have different diet preferences. If you've had past lives um, as a raccoon, you know, so we've had so many different multiple past lives to build us up to where we're at now in our consciousness and our frequency, and so to connect to the idea that we have these animal instincts and these animal energies inside of us, and our spirit animal can actually be parts of us connected to uh, past incarnations that we've experienced, and that's why we have a higher affinity to be able to connect with certain um, animals in this realm. So just wanted to mention that. Cool, cool. Yeah, and I think we'll spend like a whole other topic getting into like animal totems and everything like that too. It's definitely just so so many so many shifty topics to 
talk about. But they all connect. That's the exciting thing. When you start connecting the dots, and you're just that's that's what we do here. That's what we do here. It's all one circle. So yeah, cool. Um, okay, uh, this is this is what I'm thinking, guys. I'm I'm gonna say let's do a tarot card draw, um, and then we'll finish with like a short meditation, and then we'll wrap it up, and and that'll be it. So. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's do that. Let's let's move into the tarot card draw. I'm just gonna do this real quick, and and uh, if if my best, if, if there's you know like without any expectations, it'll be interesting to see what the card is in relation to just everything, everything that we've been talking about here. So let's uh take a moment here if you guys just want to breathe. So again, you know like within the magic of the tarot card, it's an opportunity for the universe to communicate with us through the language of symbols and message. So whatever it is that we need to hear. So I'm going to draw one card. So, okay. Let me just charge the deck real quick. <sighs> All right. That's how you draw tarot, by the way. Works when works better when you make the noise. So okay, and the magic card is bum, bum, bum. nice. Magic card is Ace of Spheres. So I'll show you guys the image there. It's a very beautiful image. This uh, deck is the Ananda Tarot deck. If anybody's interested, and let me just flip this open real quick to see what Ace of Spheres has to tell us. And. Uh, Okay, I know where it is. It's at the front. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Ace of Spheres. So here's the image. You guys can look at it. Ace of oh, and the image for the people on the podcast. It's like a single sphere on the ground, like a like a mirror globe, and then up in the sky, there's like the moon. But it looks like a like a like that moon dog sort of thing, sun dogs, where it's like a circle around the moon, and it looks really beautiful. The image, as a symbol of infinity poured into form, a crystal ball lies in the foreground of a nighttime landscape, shimmering in the radiant light of a mandala. <clears throat> meaning the ace of spheres represents the originality of the earth element in its purest form in the capacity of bringing about concrete results man reveals his desire his denser earth element mind the sphere symbolizes material as a manifested expression of finer reality in the figure of infinity in form the gracefulness of its form and the limitless nature of its surface <clears throat> reflect the ideal for perfect harmony in creation. The Ace of Spheres points us towards talents and gifts, as well as the ability to express and develop these in the material world. In realization of his very own being, the individual finds the fulfillment of his purpose. I'm just going to read that last part again. <clears throat> The Ace of Spheres points towards talents and gifts, as well as the ability to express and develop these in the material world. In the realization of his very own being, the individual finds fulfillment in his life purpose. Astrological Significance Venus-Jupiter Conjunction Aspects 
keywords, power of realization, matter, stability, density, living ideally, earth connection, receptivity, heaviness, nature, traditional meaning, material values, new beginning, material visions, security, wealth, abilities, talents, possessions. And that's, that's that. That's that. So, yeah, um, even that part where it said, uh, the gracefulness of its form and the limitless nature of its surface reflect the ideal of perfect harmony in creation. So I kind of like the idea of like a mirror ball and, and it reflecting everything around it. And maybe the idea of like us being that mirror ball and us being a reflection of our environments and knowing that our environments are a reflection of us as well. So taking responsibility for our role as the, uh, as the mirror ball. At least that's one way to think about it. So yeah, just, just process that however it means to you guys and um, shout out to the universe for, for leaving that message with us. So cool. Okay, um, I'm going to just guide us through like a quick meditation and then we'll wrap this up. Before we go into the meditation, I just want to let you guys know just a couple community things. Update-wise, I'm in the process of updating the uh, the team email list. I'm going to be working on a way to make sure that more people are getting the team emails. This has been an issue in the past where because of like some technical stuff, like it was only reaching a small percentage, and I'm going to be working on that, and we're going to be switching over to a new uh, email distribution service. So stay tuned for that, but reminding people to get updates by connecting to the Facebook pages and clicking liked and clicking on get notifications first. That way so you can get and also the new aspect through the website where if you see on your desktop there's a little bell in the bottom left corner of the website. Be sure to click that and subscribe to desktop notifications as well and that will be a way to sort of bypass Facebook updates and uh, email updates for specific things. And then the other thing of course just reminding and inviting people who are tuned into this and who are listening into this to be able to uh, sign up for the Patreon the team crowdfunding when they are comfortable and able to. That's a huge way to be able to help support the project and the uh, minimum donation would just be a simple month and that's kind of like the awesome idea behind how like the crowdfunding for this works is that through the the collective micro contributions that we all make to it it's this idea of nothing is lost but everything is gained so a lot of people can easily donate three dollars a month and then that adds up and of course when you donate three dollars that gets you the shifter booster kit and I'm gonna be sending those out very soon and you guys will be hearing more about those and they come with as many shift buttons as you ask for so it's a really awesome deal and it's supporting the production and the ongoing evolution of this community project. And the other news related to that is a congratulations for the whole team because we actually met uh, the goal that I set for our 500 milestone to reach that before the end of May. And we already did that. So we're at 505. So congratulations to the whole team. That's awesome. And the next milestone will be 600 and that will be by the end of June. And any extra donations that people want to get in before the end of May are greatly appreciated because the pay cycle happens at the end of each month. So if you're thinking about donating and are able to donate before signing up by the end of May, then that will allow it to go. Uh, that will allow like that funds to come through with this transaction that happens at the end of May. And again, go to patreon.com forward slash Brendan Culleton or paradigmshiftcentral.com forward slash donate if you want, if that's easy 
easier to remember. And so again, just a huge thank you to everyone. Like that's what makes this project possible, and it also allows us to function the main website without having like crazy advertisements on it to like fake websites that you see on a bunch of other websites. So it's like keeping our website polished and clean and really in-house. And uh, yeah, it really just helps evolve this this ongoing project and more free shift buttons for people in the community. So that's the basis on that. So again, thank you to everyone for making that possible. Cool. Okay, so let's uh, move into our meditation here real quick. And let's, um, intention-wise, I just invite us to, to bring our awareness back to ourselves, back to our breath, back to our connection within the present moment, and then inviting you to use it as a space to project any intention out there for the universe. So, you know, maybe saying, like, you know, I invite more magic into my life. I invite creativity for what is still ahead and just bringing in the gratitude because there's so much amazing things still ahead of us and, and I'm really excited. I'm excited for us. I'm excited for us as a team. I'm excited for Ashley to go to Lightning in a Bottle and have an amazing time and connect with beautiful people and this is the Transformational Festival Earth. We're all a part of it. So, Okay, guys. Alright. So let's just connect with our breath. So just allow yourself to even just sit up straight. Imagine someone pulling a string from the top of your head, straighten up the spine. And we'll begin here with a gentle, deep inhale through the nose and exhale through the nose and the mouth. So at your own pace, inhale. And exhale. And again, gentle inhale. And exhales. And just allow yourself to connect with your rhythm. Allow yourself to connect in the shared present moment that we are co-creating together. Shifters from across the globe. Reminding ourselves more of who we are. Reminding ourselves more of what we are capable of. Connecting with ourselves, connecting with our potential to help those around us in turn. So inhales, allow yourself to breathe in that gratitude. Exhales, exhale the excitement for things to come. Inhale gratitude for the mysteries and the magic. Exhale, excitement for the anticipation of what is still hidden, yet soon to be revealed. It's just reminding yourselves, opening yourself to the magic of this reality in whatever way that means to you, in the simple ways, in the complex ways, in the ways bigger than we even know. So just connecting with the breath, just take a moment here in your own silence to be present and project to the universe, project gratitude, open yourself up to whatever it is you need right here, right now. So just breathe.
So just reminding you of how wonderful you're doing, each and every one of you. I really and honestly do appreciate you being here, each one of us being bridges, bridges between what is and what can be. So take a couple more breaths here, feeling the connection between ourselves and all the other shifters around the good world. Feeling the connection between ourselves and all of the fairies and the elves who are watching us and cheering us along with anticipation and excitement. We share in the joy of this shared remembrance of the shared moment. This is a very special time to be here. This is a very special time that you have chosen to take part in this adventure, in your journey, in this dream, together as our dream. Let's just take another breath. Exhales. You are capable. You are strong. You are courageous. You are confident. Everything that you need is within arm's reach. And this is just one more step in an ever-unfolding journey. So gently, with a couple more breaths, we'll bring our awareness back to our physical body, carrying that gratitude with us beyond this moment into our lives, sharing it with others, knowing that the little things make the big difference that the ripples create the waves. So slowly, when you're ready, you can bring your awareness. You can wiggle your toes and your fingers back to the body and gently open your eyes and return your awareness to the space around you. So there you go, guys. Little, little bit of a boost. Get boosted. Get pumped. Get shifty. Are you guys ready? Get shifty. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, guys. Well, um, thank you so much again for 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 you guys for joining us here in this moment. For for everyone tuning into this in the future. Um, Jack, go ahead if you want to say anything real quick. And thank you for creating this space for us to all come together. And uh, I really appreciate your effort here, man, and uh, what you're doing here for this whole community. And uh, just sending my gratitude from my heart to you and to everyone here tonight. So thank you. Cool. 
Thank you, thank you, brother, and uh, yeah, and, and thank you, thank you again, guys. Again, you know, like really, like thank you to the people listening to this. Uh, again, just reminding and inviting you guys to uh, sync up with the website, create your profile through the website. That's, you know, really this project is an ongoing thing, and we're still just in the early stages of it. So if you resonate with it, if you're feeling the vibes of it, then that's a great way to to sync up. Um, one other thing, just only because I forgot about it. If anybody's interested in the open your heart shirts, uh, those are still available through the main website. Our current campaign ends in about 11 days from now uh, with the goal of 16 shirts so if you want to be able to get one of those and then after that we're going to be switching up the shirts so it won't be the open your heart shirts after that so um, if anybody wants those and again that's just a great way to get tools to help shift paradigms oh, and uh, oh, a wild a wild Jimmy work. has appeared hey Jimmy All right. there's other people <laughs> something cool. but we're, uh, we're literally just about to just about to wrap up, Jimmy, but I'll give you a second to... Did you want to say anything for all the people listening out there, real quick? Possibly. Is it working? Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead. Quick quick message for all the other dreamers out there that you might have. Wave at the camera, Charles. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> we got like three, four people on it. Jimmy, did you want to? Jimmy, can you hear me? Yeah, too bad I can't hear anything. Oh, you can't hear us. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, that explains it. So, all right. Well, we'll we'll definitely get Jimmy in here on on another. I'm surprised it's even working. This took so long. <laughs> all right. Okay, so Jimmy, Jimmy's a Jimmy's a good shifter. He's been around for a while, and and it's good to see him in here and. <laughs> We'll definitely hook up with him again in the future. But bringing this broadcast to uh, to to a conclusion, and um, I actually I just want to be able to pass it over. Uh, Kyle, any any last message that you just wanted to share for people listening? Just uh, short and sweet. If there's anything you want to say. Oh man, I would also like to send my heart out to everyone listening because I'm really appreciative of the space we have to come together and share these ideas, you know, even though I kind of missed the whole conversation, but there was about fairies and dragons and all kinds of beings. I have a lot to say about um, many of them. I have a lot of personal experiences to share, some good, some really bad, and uh, all I'm going to say is, Brendan, if you haven't listened to my creepypasta story yet, yet you yet. have got to listen <laughs> to it, because listen to it right after this, man. Because it's perfect. Because if you're talking about dragons and stuff, definitely mm. listen to it. That's uh, probably one of the darker times, but listen to it. It's good. Um, right. <laughs> other way, um, man, just, well, I don't know. Like, I'll find love within yourself. That's what my lesson was today and for the past couple of days is what it's been. And, um, you know, just try and stay focused on what your inner self is telling you and try and stay connected with your higher self. Listen to it. Listen to those influences and just try and, and be in your receptive mode and have your pineal gland on, <laughs> I guess. Um, <clears throat> no, try and stay in your receptive mode uh, when you're dealing with stuff, people. like, And if you, if you also have, like, you know, trouble, like, with, depression or whatever, like just try and go outside, stand in the sun for a while. You'll probably feel a lot better mm. <laughs> if it's sunny in your area. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, yeah. uh, I, I will say just as um, 
just as a, a bit of a, a reminder for people just in terms of upcoming events within the Paradigm Shift community. So again, you know, Thursdays we have our, our, our we always have a broadcast. It's either going to be a team building hangout, Destiny School, or an admin hangout. Next week after this is a team building hangout. The week after that is Destiny School, and the topic is going to be on health and fitness. So start doing your research on that now, boys and girls, and bring your notes to class for that one, and feel free to participate and even give like a little presentation in that. And the most the, the most immediate broadcast coming up after this one is going to be sure, the, uh, sure dream, the dream class. Um, Jimmy, can you hear us? I don't think Jimmy can hear us. Okay. Um, the sorry. So so the next the next uh, live broadcast reminding people who are tuned into this is going to be the paradigm shift dream class, and that's going to be on Tuesday. So again, that's uh, Tuesday, May thirty first, and that's a place where we talk about like dreaming experiences and everything. So I mean, that's something I've been working on, and again, you know, I'm looking forward to being able to share with you guys some some new experiences within that class and and collective progress, and just in, in giving a place for people to uh, to have that place where they're inviting the discipline of the. Uh, of the lucid dreaming and the dream exploration practice within their own space. So again, if that's new to you, then please feel free to sync up, go back, check out pre previous broadcasts, check out the global meditations. And um, yeah, with that said, we'll, uh, we'll wrap this up now. And again, for everybody who you've heard in this broadcast, you can find links to their profiles, their YouTubes, their websites through the show notes for this broadcast of uh, the team building hangout from May 26. And again, you can find, Find me through facebook.com forward slash skullbabylon, youtube.com forward slash skullbabylon. And uh, that's pretty much it, boys and girls. So with that said, we're going to officially wrap this up. So I'll just uh, invite you guys to join me in saying farewell to to our friends on the Internet. So um, for, for Jack and Kyle on behalf of Jimmy, let's say farewell to all the shifters out there. So good night, fellow shifters. Farewell. Good night. Farewell. Good night. Good night, guys. <laughs> Have a good dream awesome. time. Right, yes. Keep it magical, guys, and uh, keep it shifty. We'll see you in the future. All right, thanks again, guys. Keep One love. Peace. <laughs>